Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fan with the Fanbyte podcast, ostensibly about video games, except for right now. Merritt, please explain to me why I can't use Adobe programs in Venezuela. Um, well, I mean, that's kind of a complicated question, why um, the geopolitics of, of all of it. But uh, the short version is that um, Adobe canceled all user accounts in Venezuela to comply with a, a Trump order, uh, this executive order that uh, said that uh, you know U.S. companies and entities can't do business in Venezuela, basically. Uh huh. And Adobe is canceling all of their subscriptions there. That's a- uh, other companies are not doing this, so. Uh, Microsoft stuff still you can still use there. Uh, oh, Paint. Other, other <laughs> yeah, Paint. Um, so if you if you need to set if you need to spend ten thousand hours in something, you, you can still use Paint. Um, yeah. So and they are not giving refunds either. This is such an I don't know. Um, you said it's complicated. I'm sure there's a bunch of very stupid reasons behind it, but it seems like such a weirdly specific thing to me, in a way that just like captures my imagination and ways that are probably way cooler than what actually is happening oh yeah. no i mean it's it's just because of like our terrible foreign policy like it's just okay. because of that but like it's just because of the bad persons it's just because of yeah but the fact that adobe was like no we have to do this um uh-huh is like uh, it feels like they're a little over eager yeah, a little a bit over eager to like welcome their uh, insect overlords mm-hmm. kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Interesting. By the way, that is the voice of Merritt K, the uh, features and hey. trending editor. That's your new title, right? Trending editor and features. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm the featured and trending editor. <laughs> your your title is a six lines long. Actually, <laughs> weird. Uh, it's, you know, we gotta get those word counts up somehow for SEO. Nikki Grayson, who is the... Did you get a new title, too? I've... You're the Hell social yeah. editor now. Fuck yeah, you got the editor right in the name now. It's awesome. Finally, you have joined us, uh, as, like, a person who actually works at this company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, and this is another, uh, episode of... We're recording here on a Tuesday, October the 8th, uh, 2019. Not, I don't know, but in my head, that like, I, f- I feel like this morning there was a lot going on, but in my head, the, like, there's not a lot of actually, like, super wild, important stuff to bring up or whatever, so I don't know. I don't know if we, we just want to get right into talking about what games we've been playing. Destiny came out, which, I mean... Call of Duty Mobile. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me... Okay. Fuck Destiny. <laughs> fuck Monster Hunter. Fuck John Wick Hacks. All that stuff. Just give me the good Call of Duty Mobile update. <laughs> let me tell you about the raw... This is the show now. The raw... Sh- the raw shit that is Call of Duty Mobile, which I have, to, I do have to disclose, is a Tencent property. So to keep that in mind. Developed by Tencent, um, not published. Developed by Tencent, oh, wow. yeah. Um, which is strange. Um, Activision was like, "We're not gonna make this, but we will put our name on the on the back end of this." Um, here's the thing, y'all. There's no reason anyone should ever buy another Call of Duty. <laughs> You mean other than this? Like, because it's so good. Yes, it's 
It is, you know when you're like, I would like to play Call of Duty, and here is why I would like to play Call of Duty. I would like to play Call of Duty for about 35 minutes, which is the about the maximum amount of time anyone ever wants to play the mm-hmm. game, and I would like to play like three or four matches and do okay, and feel like I'm shooting a gun, and sometimes I'm going to get enough kill streaks to call a Predator missile in, and then that's it. This game gives you that. It gives you that exact experience. Um, the matches are 10 minutes long, like a regular-ass Call of Duty match. Huh. And it looks good, and it plays fine. Unfortunately, you can't, like, connect, a like, a controller to yeah, it. Yeah, that's annoying. Um, but otherwise, like, it's just... They just made a Call of Duty huh. game on the telephone, which is very good. But, but Nikki, doesn't, isn't it true that nobody wants to play Call of Duty on their fucking telephone? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i've heard uh-huh. that's what i've been told um, david lynch told you that he and, called like, you up david lynch told me that yeah i don't uh here's the thing this is not an experience that i am actively seeking out mm-hmm. um because i am getting the weird smudges on my phone that mm-hmm. happens when you like do a dual stick analog game mm-hmm. uh but with your fingers uh and also like it it eats battery like no one's business but it it feels like a Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're pl- trying to play Call of Duty, that's all you want. D- um, I don't see why you would play anything else. Beyond Monetization, though. Mm. Who boy. Who boy. You like Battle Passes? This game's got, like, three. <laughs> I've heard of them. Uh, this game has very many Battle Passes. Uh-huh. Um, you can get skins for your grenades. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. <laughs> why? Why would you? Wait. Okay. I need. Why would you? Out a pen real quick. I need you to clarify. When you say skins for your grenades, do you mean like um, like the grenade itself, or like the explosion, which I imagine is something like? Do you remember the seals from old, from like Pokemon Generation Four or Five, uh-huh. where the stars would come out? Yep. Is it like a skin for the explosion yes. or a skin for the grenade? It is. It is not that because that would make sense and look okay. Uh, it is just a skin for the physical grenade, which you cannot ever see. Even when you hold the grenade in your hand, you can't see it because it's in your like in your hand always. Can- so like they make you they make you open up a loot box. And it's got one grenade, like red camo grenade skin in it. And then do grenades uh, need camo? They're like, please put this on your gun. Do grenades need camo? Do grenades like, need like, camo? No, they don't. Is that uh, uh, one? One might one might say that grenades, in fact, are like the entire point of a grenade is to not be sneaky. <laughs> At that point, you have yeah. pretty much given up the yeah. whole stealth option. It, right? Yeah. What? Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is also, it's it's a um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think I mentioned this. It's a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate um, style uh, Call of Duty experience because everyone is here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all of your favorite Call of Duties are in Call of Duty Mobile. You've got Ghost. You've got Soap. You've got the robot from the third one. Sorry, what? Soap? You've got... Sorry, the yes, robot from the third one. one of them is named... Yeah, so from the, sorry from Black Ops Three, um, the the one of the men's name is and Soap. Have, yes, that does is he have correct. Plates on the bottom of his shoes that he can grind on rails. <laughs> no, he cannot. He is not like Sonic in Sonic uh, Adventure Two. He cannot grind on oh. rails. 
um, unfortunately. That's yeah. yeah, but he does have guns. Well, it's, it's so true he's more like Shadow in Shadow the Hedgehog. Then. He's like okay. Shadow. This is correct. Yeah, <laughs> soap. Soap is the Shadow. So the he does Hedgehog have of the United States military. Well. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can run very mm-hmm. fast. Um, does that mean that if Shadow took the boots off, he wouldn't be able to run as fast? We will never know because we will never be allowed to see a Sonic character's feet. Oh. I wish I hadn't seen a Sonic character's feet. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, and obviously there's fan art, but I'm pretty sure in Sonic Forces there was like a barefoot option. Huh? Like Sonic I think fo- barefoot okay, I'm gonna is do legal. A quick Google. Those were OCs. Those were not canonical Sonic characters. Uh, I think I think they're canonical in the way that like the Dragon Quest dude is just mm-hmm. hero. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, um, yeah. There were there were forces. weird feet. Foot. I think in it. Oh wait, is this a mod? I can't tell. Some... See, well, the thing is, because I, I remember this coming up because Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is coming out, and some Mario and Sonic, uh, Mario is allowed mm. to have bare feet and nipples. Sonic yeah. and nipples. Even doing beach sports, Sonic still wears the red shoes. Yeah, that's because that's because Sega's brand bible for Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog is one hundred and thirty-eight thousand yeah. pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so. My favorite LP here is doing a Let's Play of Sonic Forces. He finally caught up to Sonic Forces in his quest to play every Sonic the Hedgehog game. Right, um, you wrote about this. I did write about this. It was one of the first things I wrote for the site. It's taken him over 10 years, um, but he's finally almost caught up. And it, I, I realized something, which is it's really weird and disconcerting that how like you can customize your avatar. I don't know if you played that game, but you can like customize your avatar and... Uh, you collect different clothes and glasses and hats, and there's a hat with gamer on it. Um, but then it's like that's all good and well. But then Sonic isn't wearing clothes. Like none of the other characters wear clothes. Mm. And it's like wait, and they suddenly I mean, look really Sonic naked. Is like nude. they suddenly you can they but feel th- naked to look at, <laughs> and it's awful. So here in what was the Wii U one where they gave Sonic a scarf? Oh. oh, Sonic Boom? Boom, yeah. Yeah. So they it's like they went halfway yeah. there. They were like, we'll give him scarf, but nothing to cover the dick and balls. <laughs> That's <laughs> like not even like halfway. A... <laughs> no, everyone got uh, a little bit of clothing in that one. Um, Knuckles yeah, like, got some Knuckles wraps. Knuckles is basically nude, but he has he has uh, uh, tape around his knuckles. Yeah. He has tape. Yeah, See, hand tape. Amy always has clothes on because... That would be obscene. Oh, Amy does yeah. always have clothes. And that, like, cyborg bunny rabbit lady from the gym. Uh, hmm, I was almost going to call him Jamil, uh, Jamila Jamil, the um, actor yep. from The Good Place. <laughs> Jamila Jamil, the voice, the voice of, Sonic of Sonic the Hedgehog. Famously. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, it played Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 30 years ago when that uh, television program <laughs> she was, was on a the air. <laughs> yeah. And and alive. <laughs> she really wanted to, you know, um, see represent like what hedgehogs really look like, and so like the kind of direction that she took was just like they just had a picture of a hedgehog, and it was like let's not idealize or let's not you know uh-huh. airbrush these hedgehogs. We should show yeah, un- untouched, untouched hedgehogs. <laughs> um, there was an episode of Sonic Boom, the TV show, where they all go bowling and they all wear bowling shirts. Bowling, uh, like those, oh. those shirts for bowling teams. So okay. Sonic has worn clothes, but yeah, most of the time he refuses. 
So, yeah, he, he's making an intentional choice to be nude. And I think his friends have probably, the Sonic, Sonic's friends have just chosen at this point to accept him for who he is. That's, we haven't seen that on screen because we haven't gotten to the prequel yet. Which is the movie starring Jim Carrey, where he goes from Dr. Eggman to Dr. Robotnik. Uh, this is Oh yeah, I forgot that movie was coming out. <laughs> sure is. And also, in that movie, there is a shot of multiple shoes that Sonic has worn out. So, mm-hmm. like, heavily implied. Maybe we get some feet. Maybe we get some feet. Maybe we get some can- canonical Sonic feet. Uh, and not just Sonic feet, Sonic feet, Sonic feet. <laughs> Escape from the feeties. um i'm watching an advertisement in the call of duty mobile game for a a game where a man is running through a a flaming home and um hmm. okay so a piano fell from the sky and then destroyed the floor and then you are given a binary choice you can put a ladder down or a trampoline down you the finger then presses the the ladder oh. and then it's called Gardenscapes except the challenge. Okay, wait. I have seen these ads before. I don't think that is what Gardenscapes is. I think that's actually a good game that people like. I oh. think Gardenscapes is like so a what match the fuck did I game, just watch? but also has like good like. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I think this is it. Oh, it has like these characters that people love. And then you match things, but there's like bejeweled. Yeah, bejeweled. But then there's all these like weird ads for it that have nothing to do with anything. Like there's one where like some there's some couple, and then like I I know what you're talking about. I don't know that that's called Gardenscapes. Is that not Gardenscapes? Like the ad I'm talking about is the one where like this woman gets pregnant, and then you see the guy drive off in a scooter. (laughs) Yeah, I need to find out what this is. Uh, I got it's like something I could swear it's like got a person's name and it. it's like Lizzie's story that's not oh, what it's called oh yes but. it's not Lily's Garden mm. that's the one that people uh. like um yeah there definitely is that ad that um that it's one of the first things that comes up is the strange and heartbreaking ad for Lily's Garden <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ad- mobile advertising is just the mo- we've talked about this before on this program, but like mobile game advertising is just the most buckwild thing, and I have to imagine it comes from a place of like when there is zero curation and the platform that you are working for or putting your stuff on does not give a fuck and is just oversaturated with trash. You have to do literally anything to stand out, even if it's mostly to perverts, um, because that's how you get word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I. That's my guess. That's my. That's. I. This is not based on any insider knowledge. That would maybe be a, a question for John Warren, who uh, was a producer on uh, indie games for a while and stuff like that, and so might know a little bit more about like how the sausage gets made. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at this ad right now. Here, I gotta. I'm gonna drop this because this is just. It's just. It's like a fucking uh-huh. Pixar ass like. Well, DreamWorks. More like DreamWorks. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and this is the game that, like, yeah, this has nothing to do with this video game, and people <laughs> love this video game. And then... This is this is the equivalent of that one Penny Arcade comic where uh, uh, the one of them goes to the hospital. I think you're sorry, thinking of Lost, sorry, which is um, not Penny Arcade. Wait, hold on a second. What Oops. Penny Arcade comic? 
Is that pay, is that not a is that not a pay uh, arcade joint? To, tur- to turn in your letter of resignation as a uh-huh. gamer. I wasn't alive yet. You were alive. I'm sure you were alive. Well, I would have been. I was alive, but shouldn't have been able to use the. Oh, it was 2008. I have no, no excuse. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say I was in still in high school when Lost came out for the first time, uh, and I was. I was in the seventh grade when this was released. Yeah, and you could have been like that was your the exact target demographic for ah, Control shit. Alt Delete. Fuck, which is the shit. actual name. God, oh, I I miss gamer comics. I know they still exist, but I like to pretend that they stopped. Um, and that we, you know, I like to pretend that BG Cats doesn't still exist. Uh-huh. Because it super, super does. Yeah, you like to pretend that it doesn't exist so, and so that you can then pretend like a dream within a dream that it does exist. And you like, that's the that's the layer of reality you want to live in. Like that episode of Sonic Boom where they go out too far and reveal that Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog is actually a human man in a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. Yes, <laughs> exactly oh, no. like that. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, and you know, like, you know, no, no shade on Scott Ramsdemir, but uh, mm. he does have a Patreon where he draws uh, erotic arts. Uh. Um, and if you're wondering, like, oh, probably it's in a completely different style, right? No, it's no, not. It's basically, it's it uh, not? pretty much like. Uh, like how VG Cats looks like. Huh. Uh, it's huh. called VG I... Ludes. So, uh... I got I mean, I gotta... chase your bliss, get paid. Um, oh, yeah. And obviously it's difficult for... But if you told me 10 years ago that, oh, yeah, VG Cats, it's going to be porn, um, I, I probably <laughs> would not have believed you. Okay, I did just go to vgcats.com, and uh, Monday, March 26, 2018, is the the, the last uh, update on the website, and it is just a picture of a cartoon furry woman uh, that says, Level 3 Lewd Nudes? Um, Mrs. Oh. Leonardo, Leonardo cookies. <laughs> yeah, wait, <laughs> why hasn't this been updated? What, what? Is he Okay. I don't know. Maybe. No, it's a it's a dark site now. I was gonna say maybe they moved everything to like a lewd a site that was like more lewd. It's a dot. It's a dot xxx. Wait, URL. I really hope he's not dead because. Um... Well, I'm going to the. I'm on the nope. Patreon. No, now. no, no, he's not dead. He was tweeting today. Um, yeah, and there's good. there's a Patreon update from September 29th. Okay, is, uh, so he just hasn't one. like updated the website. Yeah, uh, probably making that money. Uh, you know, I, I'm guessing that like. Uh, VG Cats did not survive. Like VG Cats proper probably did not survive the uh, video game. Oh no! Wars. I mean, it was never. I don't think there was ever even a book, was there? Even a what? The web comic wars. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nikki. If you were in high, if you were even five years older when this was happening, you would you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've got, I've got nothing for this. The only do y'all remember? I remember <clears throat> the only web comic I ever read was um the one that's just four letters the science man yeah that's the one um and i was like this is fun and then i didn't really like get most of it because i was too young and a lot of it was like you know science. <laughs> let me tell you it doesn't get e- a lot of it doesn't get easier to understand that guy does not care great <laughs> if you understand it or not <laughs> uh, uh yeah that's the only webcomic i read yeah i read a lot of xkcd i read xk i kind of probably read a lot of the big ones i mean akewood is like 
I think the one that probably the Ickwood probably has some stuff in it that does not hold up, but like it just in terms of like being actual good art for the most part, like not not well drawn necessarily, but like just funny shit that is actually like not just immediately dated five seconds after it's oh, been yeah. published. Ickwood, yeah. yeah, um, probably hangs, but everything else is just kind of like yeah. I don't know. Oh, Dinosaur Comics. I like Dinosaur Comics still. Uh, uh, Ryan North, who writes that, also writes uh, the Squirrel Girl comic series for uh, Marvel, and it's very good. Uh, it's a very funny guy. Um, probably does other stuff, too. I don't know. Uh... Do you remember Video uh, oh? the comic... What is it called? The Least I Could Do? I could do. I don't know if I do. Oh, no. It's a... Uh... It's real bad. I don't know if it's actually a gamer comic, but like, uh-huh. it seems like it's, sh- I think it is a gamer comic. It's just like, what if the Petty Arcade people were just like trying to be chads and were just like, just truly terrible. Like the logo, at least I could do, the I has a condom around it. Oh, wow. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find a parody of one that someone wrote a couple of years ago. It's a big yikes. Uh-huh. Geeks and gamers. That does feel about like of a of a kind with all the like you go like one tier down from a from a penny arcade from a from a control alt delete let's say and that's exactly the kind of uh of uh webcomic discourse you're getting into. Oh yeah. God these <laughs> the art is so bad. <laughs> They're just like smug I looking thought, like terrible. I thought- people said that the, I thought people said that the internet used to be good and from just from what y'all are t- telling me it doesn't seem like that actually there's like a liminal space in there there's like a 10 year period where where the internet was not good and not quite as bad like it was getting bad but it hadn't gotten bad in the ways that it is bad now ah, uh it was just bad in the it, it was like bad in a nascent form that you can kind of look at and um look at with a certain kind of fondness not because anything from that era was good or worthwhile but just because like You're like ah oh, this is cute mm, this is this is cute that this is what we thought was like bad at the time like this is what like being a, being like a rebel was looked like at the time it was putting a condom on the eye in your logo God, <laughs> terrible. Uh, God, yeah, I probably read way, way too many of those. That was a, definitely a computer lab favorite at my high school. Was just sitting around reading video game web comics all day. Uh, oh yeah, and probably. And at, oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, what else are you gonna do? Come on. Um, I probably read Lost and didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. At the time, I probably just like, well, like, oh, that was the thing. <laughs> Uh, there's some good, there's some honestly some good uh, webcomic type stuff out there these days like uh, that like I think we've come out the other end stronger for our for our tragedies like uh, Nimona by uh, uh, Noelle Stevenson who went on to do Lumberjanes and then uh, the new She-Ra Netflix series uh, she had a really cool webcomic for a while called Nimona that I liked uh, there's that Check Please which is about like gay hockey players in college that's very sweet uh Eh. That's extremely. That's an extremely good name. Yeah, check please, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sir. Uh, also, like webtoon stuff. Um, there's like a huge yeah. webcomic uh, community in um, in East Asia that like mm. there's tons and tons of stuff that's like really really high quality. Um, and I think yeah, webtoons is like one of the the big sites. 
Um, yeah. That's a name I've heard, but it is like a total blind spot for me. Uh, Danica Harrod works there. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. They're a Korean site, actually. Okay. But, huh. yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out these days. Yeah. Uh, good on you, artists, for uh, in, <laughs> for making up for our past sins. Mm-hmm. For, uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about video games? Let's talk about uh, video yeah. games. Uh, did you play any? And is it Destiny 2? Uh, let me see what I wrote yeah. in the show notes. I wrote uh-huh. Destiny 2. Yeah, all right. That's a good game. Uh, Yeah, my keyboard is having problems. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I played a lot. I'm. uh, I think I'm at like level sixteen or seventeen of the season pass. Um, Oh, okay, nice. Of one hundred, and I feel like if I keep playing at the rate I am, which I probably won't, then I would hit a hundred like the day before the season ends, and I'm like. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Um, yeah. I don't know, Luke. I don't know, It's, Luke. like, open for two months, right? The season pass? Is that how it goes? Yeah. Okay. It started, yeah. it started out at 69 days. Yeah. But the launch was not nice. But now we've all had Woo! a week. The launch. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we have a recording of the launch we do. Uh, uh, yeah. in this feed that you can listen to. Uh, yeah, that was last week. We were all very upset. We were all threatening to... to uh, SWAT yeah, to, Bungie just, just to, and uh, yeah, to take to the streets of Bellevue, Washington, mm-hmm. burning down any building we saw that looked like it had a computer. Just looking in up it. every Shaw in the phone book, <laughs> just pushing past climate protesters, like saying, "Out of the way, we've got real issues to deal with." <laughs> gamer issues. Gamer issues. Oh boy! Uh, if you've got a gamer issue. Here's a gamer tissue. Do you think there are gamer tissues yet? Oh god! Oh, gamer. Something to go with your gamer yeah, gamer goo? tissues to wipe up your gamer goo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's it. That's it. We're, nope. The podcast so the is over. Goes around the, the eye podcast and the logo, right? is over forever. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, no, there are actual, there are actual like question block uh, tissue uh, boxes. Oh yeah. I buy that. That's that's okay. Sure. Yeah. The question block. Where I mean, what else? What is? What else? Okay. So I was in. Okay. Go okay. On. I was in <laughs> a piece of IKEA sponsored content that is on the internet uh, with a gaming YouTuber, the name of whom I have forgotten. <laughs> I thought you were going to say um, like I will not re- divulge to the public. <laughs> no, I just forgot their name. Uh, and the whole gambit of this commercial was that I was a gamer uh, and I needed a gaming room for all of my old old type game consoles and they like asked like what what are some things that gamers like and I was like I don't know and they were like ah people like question mark blocks right oh mm-hmm. hello oh hello uh, well <laughs> hello we lost Nikki because um ikea was like tracking the call and was like don't reveal our plans for the gamer room uh-huh yep we uh it, it turned out tencent was actually working on a deal with ikea so they you know they were like monitoring us this whole time mm-hmm. they, they had a chip mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. implanted in nikki's brain and detonated <laughs> god uh yeah it's tragic it's like that mission impossible movie uh well i don't know um we'll get back to nikki when uh he gets back on this call i bet he will return 
did you want to talk about Destiny 2 while we were still kind of on that topic? Yeah, let's talk about okay. Destiny 2. All right. You, I, weirdly enough, feel like I might have played a little bit more than you at this point because I uh, am like level 25. Oh, really? I thought I was ahead of yeah. you. Oh, my God. Not, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, what's your power level? Like 912. Oh wow! Okay, because I'm like I I think I hit nine twenty one last night. Oh my god! What the how how are I thought I was I have, playing a lot. I have no idea because I feel like I played a lot for the first couple of days and then kind of burned out and then picked it up for a couple more hours last night when I bought it on PC and finally did the account transfer stuff to just see what it looks like on PC. And uh, Merit, I know it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so. Good. It looks so good. You can tell between thirty and sixty. I can tell. And it looks uh-huh. so much better. And the loading times uh-huh. are so short. But I just hate PCs. I just hate I PC culture. Yeah, you're you're not part of the PC master race, as uh, no, I, we all I just know. feel like I should be able to say whatever I want, you know? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, wow. Okay. Have you just been doing, like, stacks of bounties then? Uh, basically, honestly, like, I... So, are you push past the story stuff, the Shadow Keep story stuff, way faster than me. Okay. That much is definitely true. Because the thing I ran into, which I wrote about for fanbyte.com, is that the bounty slash quest system in that game is kind of busted. It's not... Yeah, it's not it's really, great. No. Um, there's only 63 slots for bounties in that game, and if you've been playing for a long time and not, like, and you have all these quests that are, like, super hard to do, like, kill 8 million enemies in the Crucible with a headshot from a Void Hand Cannon, uh, they, they just kind of stack up over time, and uh, so I've just got a ton of those things, so I only had, like, four free bounty slots, and then I grabbed all my weeklies, because you always want to have your weeklies, because you're working towards, you know, better gear that way. Uh, and then I got to a part of the campaign where it was like, okay, now accept three bounties from Eris Morn yeah. and do a bunch of bounties for her uh, to, com- to continue. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have any space for these. So what I ended up doing was uh, playing a bunch of the game in and doing well, and then <laughs> trying to clear out some of the uh, some of the quest log space in my in my in inventory. But a lot of those then require you to then do bounties on top of that, and so it's like. Just kind of running through and, and doing bounties, making a tiny bit of room. Okay, I've knocked out this one permanent quest. Uh, now I have to fill up with eight more bounties to do the next one. All right, I've knocked that one out. Now I've made permanent room for myself um, mm. in the inventory here. Uh, ended up getting the last word, got Malfeasance. Uh, I'm very close to getting the new Gambit ritual weapon. Wow. Uh, but I thought, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, Damn. I, yeah, it's, uh, oh, I got Breakneck. Which was something I had been working oh, on forever. Very fun. Uh, yeah, Breakneck's cool. Um, I I'm sad that I got to it like after they nerfed all the pinnacle weapons. No, 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 they didn't nerf uh, them, did they? Oh, I th- they nerfed all the, the the perks that the pinnacle weapons I, had. I thought they just aren't making ones that good anymore. Uh, I'm pretty sure I, when I read this week at Bungie, I'm pretty sure they they nerfed like every like like oh, outlaw. I mean, or, they or something they nerfed like Rampage for sure, like on ever across yeah. the board because Rampage was just like way too good. So yeah, it's not as good as it used to be, but like it's still f- good and pretty fun to use. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's still the the if I have an auto rifle, 
it's still the auto rifle I dump my points into or whatever and fuse into um, at this point. Um, Malfeasance is really fun. I like it a lot. Like I, I got it and posted a picture on Twitter and people were like, oh, congratulations on spending all that time getting a mediocre gun and then i used it and i was like this thing is rad (laughs) how rude uh yeah somebody honestly the person who was saying it is a person i used to play destiny with who can be honestly she is a little rude sometimes malfeasance Uh, isn't yeah it's like perfectly usable i don't know like especially for um not that you're likely to be doing a lot of it these days but the reckoning um mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. really good in that yeah, and even outside of that, like, it's got two perks, like, two special perks on it. Like, one is do more damage against Gambit Invaders and the Taken, and that's kind of whatever. But the other one is, like, if you get three shots into an enemy, you just get, like, seven free precision shots worth of damage popping into their body every three shots that you land. And it's like, that's a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not bad. And it's, a, and it's like, yeah. it's like no recoil on it. It's cool. I like that gun a lot. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. Um, it's a, there's yeah. so many exotics that, like, you can use if you're not trying to like just play in the most optimal way possible and like mm-hmm. i'm trying to do that more now too because i'm just like i'm not doing like crucible really that much i think that's part of it is like i've been avoiding crucible and gambit because i don't need the stress in my life i guess but like i want to get those weeklies so i can get my power up so uh-huh. um gambit's not too bad because i'm like pretty good at it at this point but right because you played so much i played so fucking much of gambit um to get the breakneck and to get um some other stuff but yeah uh crucible i'm I'm like okay at crucible sometimes it really depends on like the other team i guess but it's an it's an uphill battle though right yeah like the crucible bungie still even with Shadowkeep, has no idea what it wants to do with its competitive multiplayer thing like how it's supposed to integrate that with the core ethos of destiny which for my money is the like pve stuff it's the cooperative element of it but they're bungie so they have to have competitive in their game but they just don't like this is also the game that launched where it was like 4v4 and everybody hated it and then they made it 6v6 and everybody likes it better and they're still not happy with it (laughs) yeah no it's it's kind of all over the place um so and it does seem like they've sort of acknowledged that with i don't remember if we talked about this last week but the fact that they toned down pinnacle weapons and especially the crucible pinnacle weapon uh Mm -hmm. really says a lot because the recluse which was last season's pinnacle weapon or no it was like a couple seasons ago um yeah is one of maybe still i don't know if it's been nerfed or anything but like it was one of the best anti-ad weapons in the entire game it was like one of the best pv weapons you could get and um you had to do high level crucible to get it and so like pve players were like annoyed by that and other people were like well yeah but like crucible players have to do raids and stuff if they want that gear um and the fact that bungie was like okay we're not doing crucible like we're not doing pinnacle weapons of that like caliber anymore kind of tells me like Mm -hmm. oh they are sort of on the side of more of the like the people who aren't in a high level crucible because they've realized that That, it's like untenable yeah it's uh at least until they figure out how to make it more fun i don't like i i do i guess appreciate the idea that like okay we're gonna start making it less important uh to do everything yeah why don't they just make it fun yeah, what if they made it good? Like, make Nikki, it good. Do you have any thoughts? 
What? Sorry. <laughs> Nick has been back it's for been... five minutes, but apparently has been in a fugue state the whole time. I have just been trying to figure out, I was half listening, trying to figure out if I could rescue the first half of the audio. Oh, no. I did. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did rescue. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> but sorry, one more again. <laughs> Uh, did you have any thoughts about the Crucible and Destiny? Oh, yeah, apparently I'm good at it, which <laughs> is... <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, nice. Which, Congratulations. Which is, which, thanks, which, uh, was not the case before. I used to be hot trash at the Crucible, and now I just use the Crimson, which I don't know if yeah. y'all were talking about. No. Um, and, yeah, so the Crimson... It's not if, very meta. Uh, if, yeah, it is not. If the, <laughs> the listeners don't know, it's a hand cannon that does a three-round burst. So it's like a pulse rifle. Um, and when you get headshots with it, it reloads itself and heals you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just start shooting a person in the chest, by the time you get to the head, they're dead. <laughs> uh, and that works out pretty well for me. Also, like... You've mentioned the three-round burst, but even with the three-round burst, the Crimson has, like, zero recoil. It's, like, yeah. super accurate. Yeah. It rules. It also looks really cool. It's, like, <laughs> just someone, like, dipped the front of the gun in some blood, and they were like, I did it. Uh, I love the lore on Crimson. Like, it's, uh... Oh, yeah. It's illegal. The crim- it's Crimson is weapon. illegal. It's, uh, according to official Vanguard policy, this weapon does not exist, because it's a gun, yeah. it's a handgun that shoots three, three times... Yeah, too many bullets. Too many bullets, you guys. That's crazy. <laughs> Illegal bullets. That's yeah. Its perk is called banned weapon. It fires a three yeah. round burst. Like, it rules. sorry, what? <laughs> it's extremely What's up good. It doesn't make Vanguard? any sense. <laughs> the gun descriptions. I've been reading them a lot more uh, now that we got into Shadowkeep because yeah. I just recognize that it's still some of my favorite stuff in Destiny. And now that mm-hmm. they've made it easy to access, I should read more of it. Uh, and there, I forget what it was, if it was Breakneck, or there was one gun where it's, like, a conversation between, like, Shax and the Drifter, I'm pretty sure, but you don't know it's Shax oh, until the very end of yeah. the conversation. And, like, Shax reveals, like, yeah, I used to be a bad guy, and I still am, fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> Shax was a warlord. Uh, Which is wild. Wait, oh, God, what is that? Is it, uh, Breakneck? Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know which one. It's. It's got to be one of the guns that I just recently got, though. So it would be like Breakneck or Malfeasance. Uh, I don't think it's Malfeasance. Malfeasance is him talking about like how he's going to use it to fight Shin Malfer. Yeah. Who actually? I'm looking, I'm looking no. through the Ishtar Collective. Nice. Uh. Might be what? Sorry, Mary. Um, the whole Shin Malfer thing, like that stuff is cool. It's what. It's cool. Do you know? Have you? Do you have um, Lumina? I don't have Lumina. Um, I have read a ton of the. So I edited a bunch of pieces about Destiny lore for Fanbyte, um, and in those they go over a lot of the stuff about the Drifter and Shin Malfer and Dredgen and Yor and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, and I think all that stuff's cool. Like where, like or those. T- I just got through the mission recently where you get all those tapes from the Drifter, and he's like telling you about how, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, back during the. First apocalypse, uh, there we were all immortal, but there was no food. To yep. eat, so we would just starve to death and then get resurrected <laughs> yep. and then starve to death again. That's why he's Whoa. so hungry all the time. That's why he always talks about food oh, and eating a hive oh. and stuff because he's like permanently hungry. Holy shit! Yeah. That's good. No, he his character is so good. Um, so you sided with him? Uh, so 
Uh, yes, originally I sided with him when that mission first came up, but I never finished it. Mm, okay. Uh, and and then I think it was on a different character because now I think in Shadowkeep because you can't get that quest anymore. I don't think because uh, it was like a time limited yeah, thing, I don't know. or at least for a little bit. Because I got like I, it was like I got that. Maybe it was just that I finished. I secretly finished a, an objective I didn't even know I was working on. It's maybe more likely uh, because it was just like I was just. No, because I went to my mailbox and picked up... In the, it was, like, waiting in my mailbox for me, this mission, uh, to do this. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then it wasn't until I was, like, halfway through the first objective where I realized, oh, it's the Allegiance quest. <laughs> like, what? Weird, I guess? Like, it's just dropped for me in the world, almost. Um, and I don't know if that's to do with Shadowkeep or if that's to do with me using a different character or what exactly happened huh. with that. But, yeah, it, it just kind of appeared in my in mailbox and then I just did it because I wanted to so I get this out of my mailbox. <laughs> get, the, get this out of my quest log. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I left that whole quest line. And um, it is weird how, like, like the NPCs don't really have memory. Uh, so, like, you can, you can, like, become the Drifter's, like, friend because that mm-hmm. is the conclusion of that quest. Or he says, at yeah. least, some people are like, oh, he's lying to you. And it's like, I don't know, kind of, but also not. And the, then the drifters never lie. No, he's never lied in his life. Famously. Um, and then never betrayed you anyone. You can do all that life. stuff, and then go up and stand next to him, and he'll be like, "Call me drifter," and it's like, "I know, <laughs> I've been calling you drifter for like the last two weeks." Uh, uh, although, so I actually I was um, standing around next to Ikora in the tower the other day, and she was yeah. she said a line that I've never heard before, which is like, "You're wavering." devotion to the vanguard has not gone unnoticed i was like oh my oh, god shit. fuck ikora i forgot about that like i thought we squashed <laughs> the beef but apparently not yeah did wait has everyone finished the campaign yes i have or for shadow keep yeah um did y'all talk about that already no while i was in Are the you done? dead space i did i okay. finished it last so night. i guess spoilers um, for shadow keep stuff yeah you know um it's, who boy that, honestly, that just ends huh there is no yeah. that just ends there, you, there's a lot go, of info and not a lot of resolution. Is maybe yeah, the way to put it. You, I thought I was like I was entirely expecting like it's okay. So the the whole like the whole I was about to say the whole gambit of uh, but like the whole <laughs> the whole like conceit of Shadowkeep is that one of the pyramids from the end of Destiny one that yeah, Destiny they two. said end of or Destiny sorry two, at the end of Destiny right. two um, where they were like ah. Here's the uh, darkness. Anyway, we don't know what to do with this yet. They like said that in an interview at some point. They were like, "We don't know what to do with the darkness yet, uh, but it does exist." Um, one of those lands on the moon. Eris is like, "Listen, we gotta go in there. I know it's a trap, but we gotta go in there." I gotta see yeah. what's inside. Like, okay. Uh huh. <laughs> I gotta open my loot box. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, you go in there. Well, okay, and but it but is... that, but just to be clear, that is like the entire campaign is like building up the the resources yes. you need to go in there and actually yeah, being yeah. in there is like the last mission you're yeah. basically function you're basically fashioning like a protective suit of ast- cursed astronaut gear that is going mm-hmm. to like protect you from the dark energies of the entrance to this place and allow you to survive inside of it okay yeah. go on and it, look it's cool as hell in there it's really cool yeah and then they and then they run you through uh the last boss of the red war campaign you fight the fanatic, and then who's the third Crota. one? Crota. Crota. You yeah. fight Crota, and then that's it. And then the darkness like kind of talks. So the darkness also corrupts Ghost, and Ghost is like, well, Ghost through through the darkness, Ghost is like, yeah, we've been we've been watching this whole time, bud. Like we we know you're here. 
and then you go you go to sleep and you wake up in the black garden and then your guardian like is is standing in the black guardian and then a clone of your guardian that is just a manifestation of the darkness is like anyway we're your salvation and then it ends it just ends i thought i had pressed a button i thought i had like, <laughs> that's what i also thought too soon because it just like it's like we are your salvation and there's no like not a second to linger on it it's just like smash cut fade to like cut to black the campaign yeah. is over you're back in the tower yeah uh-huh. yeah it but so uh okay so i we fit i finished it and then went back to the map so like it puts you back in orbit or whatever and i looked at the map and there was a nut there was like a mission with the shadow keep emblem on it Uh and i was like oh there's a prologue or like a like a like an epilogue um and i'm like oh cool i'm just gonna do that and then i watched the opening cutscene again but had forgotten that that was the opening (laughs) cutscene. and i was like oh shit who's this ghost what is iris born found like who it what is this uh-huh, uh-huh. and then the title card came back up and i was like oh wait no this is the beginning of the fucking yeah. campaign right you can just and it just puts you back on the moon week. yeah so, this is so there's a couple of interesting things about this to me that i'm curious to see it what and if they do with this because going back all the way to the taken king you beat Taken King, you beat that campaign. The, the final mission of that game is you shoot uh, Oryx in the head, and Oryx does the like uh, you've shot a Taken in the head uh, death animation, but he's mm-hmm. like laughing the whole time, and he gets yeah. like absorbed. And it's like the big reveal is you have to go do the raid and go f- kill him in his like throne world or whatever, yeah, where he'll die forever because he's happy that you killed him in the main campaign because that just makes him stronger. Um, yes. And so, but also, so that was the old Destiny style of storytelling. It would be basically like run through these story campaign missions. There will, might be some secret side stuff that kind of like fills out the gaps a little bit, but then do the raid and get to the end. In Shadowkeep, the raid has nothing to do with the darkness yeah. or, or it's Black Garden yeah, shit, so it's gotta it's be like darkness not, related. Yeah, it's so weird, right? It's like, oh, it's Vex now. Mm-hmm. The Vex, not the highs, like not... literally after you beat the campaign, they're like, "Oh, Vex also on Moon." Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there. here sometimes, sometimes we will say the sky looks cool as hell. The sky looks <laughs> dope as shit, and no one, no one will be around to help you with this yeah. boss that requires <laughs> six people to take down. Because oh boy, oh my god, have, I actually have taken down an Overlord once. And, uh, I th- By yourself? No, I had two other people with me. But, like, okay. the individual... I mean, like, the regular bosses, you can take down on your own. They're hard, but, yeah. like, you can. But then if you do it enough, sometimes an, an overlord will spawn, um, which is, like, a giant uh, hydra. Hydra, yeah. And you, you, there's just... You don't have enough time to do enough DPS to them before they run. And... Um, but there's no one around for some reason. Like, the, the yeah. instancing is so weird. I'm, like, the it's only so one on the moon whenever that happens. Hey, remember trying to complete blind well runs and like running into the blind well and saying, "Anybody here? Nope. All no? right, goodbye." Okay. <laughs> Who thought this was a good? Idea? Yeah. Why not just make it a match made activity? Like it's that just was a part. Bad, it's... but um, yeah, yeah. Like I haven't done the raid yet, and it will probably be a couple of weeks before I do because I am going to need like yeah. a good video guide, and I don't I have six hours to watch uh, Rick Caxus's, uh video however long it is yeah right uh, uh not to mention it, it's like 950 is the light the oh light for it god right it's so yeah. busted the the what the thing that like has has thrown me especially about this like this point of storytelling with destiny at least like from me 
because the, all the interesting shit to me at least is not in the video mm-hmm. game which is like perpetually been a problem with destiny since the first one since the grimoire like it's always been the interesting stuff in the video game destiny is not in the video game mm-hmm. but even the this stuff in the video game that is interesting which is the idea that the traveler is a manifestation of the light and it's been fighting the darkness a thing that we like heretofore has not had any physical manifestation and it's just in a constant fight but you don't really know it's just a constant fight like a yin and yang situation right there's and everyone is influenced by both mm-hmm. and there's some there's some like uh question over whether or not oh maybe the light isn't actually good like right. maybe that maybe the darkness has actually got a point here or maybe there's they're not one is not good or bad they're just like two like diametrically opposed forces and we are caught up in the middle of it and the only reason we think the light is good is because of like nominative determinism <laughs> exactly right. and then like the the whole i thought that the subtext in forsaken was that your character was moving from to use a star wars analogy <laughs> was moving from the light side further and further into the gray. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to the end of Forsaken, when Cade dies and you're and you say your first ever words in the <laughs> in the in the closet or whatever, and you're like, I'ma go get him. When you say when you say that, like that was your first like steps playing with the darkness. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought that story was. Mm. But then they retell the story like they they kind of take a step back from there in shadow keep and now i'm like all right so like what am i actually doing like what is my relationship with the darkness other than now that i know that they can take my form question mark so and they're spooky i think the reason that i think you're right and i think i think you're right on both counts and i think the reason that it feels like a reset is because Activision doesn't own Bungie anymore, or yeah. you know whatever, and uh, d- doesn't own Destiny anymore. Bungie is on their own. Bungie just made the game free to play, and they need to give players a place where they can start and say yeah. like, okay, you haven't, you maybe didn't talk to Marasov uh, every third week for uh, six months. Uh, remember that. <laughs> Uh, maybe you didn't do that. Maybe you weren't around for that. Maybe you weren't around for the Allegiance quest. Maybe you didn't hear the Drifter tapes. Maybe blah, 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 blah. Uh, so they do need to create kind of this weird sort of, like, new beginning, a, a new light, if you will, um, for players who are just jumping on and want to play with their friends right now and need a story thing to jump into right now. Uh, I don't know that they are 100% successful with it. Uh, I wouldn't even say I think they're mostly successful with it, but yeah. I think that is exactly what they're doing. I think that they, Yeah, I, th- I think that's why they've hit the reset button. And I do think that we are moving... You know, in, if we want to get into, like, lore theory and stuff like that, like, I am very much one of those people who subscribes to the notion that, like, oh, they changed the name of your level from, power, from light level to power level because at some point you're going to be able to choose light or darkness mm, or... Yeah. Or, that like, the cool. lore is... Yeah, exactly, right? So I was definitely thinking that was what was going to happen at the end of Shadowkeep. Um, mm, yeah. Because I was, like... You, like, I, like, I went, start like you were going to take this level. Yeah, well, I went in with no spoilers, and I was like, oh, my God, like, they've been talking this up so much. Like, oh, my God, I'm in this pyramid. Oh, my God, the darkness is talking to me. Um, and mm-hmm. also... My ghost is infected with darkness. Yeah. No yeah. one... So, no one in Destiny has ever talked into the darkness except, I think, Callus and Oryx. Um, mm-hmm. Those yes, are the only two. Who's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that's kind of a big deal. But yeah, the fact that it just ended was like. Ugh. But I will say, like, as someone who didn't 
play D1 and so like doesn't have any investment in the character of Erisborn, I start to like her really quickly because like yeah, she's cool. she yeah. is like I don't know like um, if you do the missions where you find her old fire team's ghosts on the moon, mm-hmm. um, you can also find her old ghost, and um, it's really sad and fucked up. Oh. Um, and like her whole thing of like she's tormented by the like ghosts of her old fire team. Um, but you can do these quests that are like, I think there's only been one so far. I think there's going to be one every week. There might be a second one now. The like memory quests where you like right yeah 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 help. Yeah. Or like rebuild or like put back together some like token of one of her fire team members and she like takes mm-hmm. it and then that nightmare or that um phantom like disappears. Her stand. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Her stand, yeah. But one of them disappears. So it's like you're sort of like helping her deal with this stuff. Um It was weird how like Ikora was just like Oh, okay, we have to do everything Era says. Um, okay. I thought there was gonna be something with that too. Where she was just like, oh, yeah, uh, whatever she says, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm like, this doesn't sound like Ikora to me. But the, the, So there's like a line in there where Ikora, I don't know if this is like previously established in the lore or not at all, but uh, I mean, I guess it would make sense timeline-wise because Ikora's been on the Vanguard forever, but uh, where there's a line in there where she basically like heavily implies that she was the one who sent Eris and her fire team to the moon where they all got slaughtered. I think she yeah. let them go. I think, like, I, I think she, I don't remember if she sent them or not. Um, okay, she, but it's, it's pretty clear she feels responsible yeah. for what oh, happened yeah, to Eris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, like, sees the physical manifestation of that in front of her when Eris walks in. And up to yeah. that point, like, they do a really cool thing with those phantoms that are haunting Eris, where it's like, the first time you talk to Eris, she has one of them. Yeah. And then, like, a one minute later, she has two. And then, like, you come back a third time, and there's, like, seven of them. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, like, five. And she just starts uh, screaming at them. Yeah, she's just, like, yeah. fucking done with it. <laughs> And then, yeah, she walks into that room, and the first time uh, Eris has se- or, or Ikora has seen her since Destiny One, she like she literally sees the manifestation of all of uh, Eris's dead friends surrounding her or whatever, and like Eris or like Ikora is kind of like confronted. It feels like to me with this mm-hmm. kind of like idea that like oh, a bunch of shit went down with like Cade and mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, the Red War and everything like that. We kind of just forgot about you, Eris. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel really bad about that. Also, you know, if you sit around and, like, or they, they really drive home that, like, of all the people who feel bad about Cade passing away, uh, it's Ikora. Mm-hmm. She's the one who misses him the most. And the idea of, like, I don't want any of these people that I have any kind of connection with at this point to uh, be, die, to die or, or be yeah. in, a, in horrible pain or whatever. I don't want to, like, you know, forget them, uh, about forget about them because I didn't keep an eye on Cade and he got his ass killed. Uh, and he was like my only friend. Um, at least that's what she says. We've talked about before about how the fact that like you're not friends, you're like vendors who stand four hundred feet apart <laughs> from each other twenty four seven. I'm glad Ikora has more of a role here though because mm-hmm. um, she's so fucking dope. Like she's such yeah. a good character. Um, I do kind of wish Zavala had more of a personality, but uh, I guess his whole thing. He, I mean, he does. He wants to kill uh, Llewellyn. <laughs> He does want to kill Dubithy. the duck children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does love murdering duck children, but yeah. he's just kind of like, yes, okay, go to the moon. Uh, we, we've stepped into a war with the hive on the moon. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, okay. He, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, he hasn't actually gotten mad since Warmind. Huh. When, what? like, when, because oh, right. in Warmind, in Warmind, like, you, 
sorry, a bus or something is driving in my home. I don't know what that terrible <laughs> okay. noise was. <laughs> um, That's the high warm mind- god. Oh shit! In in uh, in Warmind, you you roll up with Anna into like where um what's his what's the what's the computer's name Rasputin Rasputin yeah you you go to like Rasputin's like basically the mainframe or whatever and uh Zavala's like yo what the fuck are you doing here this thing like, is like super mad, mad dangerous oh yeah yeah he's like he's like really angry with you and angry that Anna Bray has shown up. Mm-hmm. Now to do this specifically, and since then he's shown no emotion. <laughs> yeah, despite the fact that they keep giving him new lines, it's not like he's not yeah. in cutscenes or stuff. Yeah, oh, when you yeah. when you finish Shadowkeep, he gives you like there he does this monologue that is like, oh, okay, like okay, cool. Like Zavala is a person who cares about stuff, but like also, yeah. I've noticed yeah, also I- that there are new lines for like old strikes and things too. Oh, really? Unless I just haven't heard them, but I find that hard to believe because I've played like every strike in the game like, <laughs> yeah. over a dozen because, times. <laughs> yeah, because Destiny is your was your entire life for like eight months. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like a, one part that stuck out to me. And again, maybe this is old, but I had never heard it before. Is uh, in the Pyramidian when uh, mm-hmm. Asher's just like, the pyramid on back. <laughs> it's a very good uh, Asher. Akora's really like, and I'm sure it was uphill both ways to like the lake or the fractal lake where they uh-huh. took your arm. And he was like, "You mock me with such a joke," but paradoxically, uh-huh. it was. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's really perfect. Good. Um, that's super good. But uh, um. I just found this extremely good piece oh of lore. Oh my god, yes. In the, I haven't it's seen this so before. Good. But the, <laughs> the ghost wrote a play. The ghost community Oryx the Nightmare Daddy. <laughs> it's such a... See the play that Zavala calls an insensitive and disrespectful travesty of a production with truly abominable prop design. An insult to the art of paper mache. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. I love the implication that because all the Halloween masks are also made of paper yeah. mache, I love the implication that like the one arts and crafts that they still have at the tower is like, well, we just got all this paper. That's the only huge, thing that survived the collapse. Huge chance to Sweeperbot who uh was in this is in this play. That, that's great. It's so it's represented. It's so yeah. good. It's like uh yeah, it's in the ghost story. Actually, the book Ghost Stories is all really good. Because it's all just, like, from the perspective of various ghosts. But this one, like, Oryx the Nightmare Daddy. One brave ghost versus the death from outer space. Uh, A four and a half act play is also just an amazing... (laughs) Uh, Lord Shax calls it undeniably enthusiastic. I'll grant you that. But is the dialogue meant to come across so sexually charged <laughs> what i love about that too is like it's like shacks in other lore cards has a history of being a fan of theater mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah yeah there's he that one where he and, he and mara uh bone and he reads all of the tempest from memory <laughs> yeah. uh-huh and she's like, like she like gives him a uh, a book of the play of like all the lines or whatever, and he says, "Don't insult me," and incinerates it in front of her. It's like I can yeah. recite the tempest from memory, and then he did. It's <laughs> like, very good. The line. Oh my the god. The helmet stayed on. Yeah. 
So speaking of lore, uh, there's one lore book that I would recommend checking out from Shadowkeep so far. I haven't read all of them, but um, The Inquisition of the Damned, which is the one that you get from collecting all those little hive artifacts everywhere. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to hunt them all down. I'm just reading it on (laughs) your chart. Like I collected like half of them just by finding them, but like, fuck this. Um, That one is all about hive politics and um, the fact that like the prequel films of the destiny mm-hmm. universe no this one actually <laughs> the hive is... trade blockades <laughs> <laughs> this one is uh yeah it's like current time and it's like uh so oryx is dead crota's dead and they're like okay well who's in charge now um and basically like oryx's daughters are like I guess because they're wizards or whatever, they, they you need to have like brute strength also to be like a hive leader or something. Um, mm. So they're like, oh, we're just gonna like have a puppet that we put on the throne and control. Um, and then there's this other group of hive, these like two sisters and a brother. And they have basically decided that like the sword logic is busted and that they <laughs> need to like take over and just like remake the hive. Um, yeah. And the brother, has only has one arm because one of them was cut off by a guardian and normally in the hive that would be like well you're done you're like a horse that broke a leg like you're donezo um but like he's still alive and they're like oh brother like this is such an injustice that was done against you like and they like actually care about each other weirdly and what they do is they use like forbidden magics to rip one of the sister's souls out of her body and then put the brother's soul into her body um, he gets wife armed. He gets wife armed, except it's his sister. But it's the this is the plot of Bionic Commando, the one with my. <laughs> he does get wife armed, yeah. Except she's gone. <laughs> like it's just her body. Like she's she oh. her soul is gone. Um, and so then he can be a killing machine again, and then he just like kills like a ton of people, um, and like the new hive champion and stuff. And then it kind of ends in a way that is a little odd, but um. I fucking love this shit. I like live yeah, for yeah, this. Give so me this good. like more of this like in the game. I want to talk to some fucking like hive wizards and shit and like right yeah. The coolest parts of Destiny for me. One of the coolest moments in the original Destiny was when you when you got to House of Wolves. It was the first good DLC that they had done. Yeah. And then it's just like, hey, here's a fallen, and he's speaking English. What's up? Yeah. Like, did you know yeah, like, that they could do yeah. that? Uh, and he's like your f- weird like janitor friend uh, who runs this prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does run the prison, and is like, you know what? It would be cool if you killed these dudes. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm out. I'm just gonna watch. Later. I'm going to pay you to murder all of my uh, all of my prisoners. Uh, I will literally have a chest full of treasure for you oh if God. you can do this. The whole prison stuff with that is it's weird. It's always been the weirdest but, uh, part of Destiny, but but the he fact, also. But, like, Oh, he also has the best the best voice line. Um, he just says he says uh, they're trying to kill you, kill them back. Yeah, that's really which good. is extremely good. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I remember that one a lot. And he says it like, but he says it like, kill, kill them, them back. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. There's it's. I was thinking about this today, and like, you know, it's basically true of of almost any video game that like. The um, the world building is is almost always at odds with like what you're actually doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and that's just something that I think you accept and that can be played with in different ways and, and, and made interesting. Yeah. But it's so... It, you can address it. Yeah, it's it. so sharp in Destiny, though, and it's because both parts are so good. Like, the writing mm-hmm. of the lore is incredibly good, much better than, you know, like, a lot of Elder Scrolls games, for example. And then, yeah. and then also, like, the gunplay is incredibly good because it's Bungie. Mm-hmm. And the fact that both of these pulls are so good means that, like, it's really obvious that, like, they don't connect at all. Like, oh, I'm going to read about Fallen, uh, what it's like as, for the Fallen as, like, a species that's been, like, abandoned by the Traveler. And now their their whole, like, society has been shattered by war and yeah. yep. and uh, all this. And, and then I'm just going to go kill 200 of them to get another entry yeah. for that lore book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's the part. That's the part of like of Halo that three four three has not gotten mm-hmm. because like the pillars at least when when Bungie was doing Halo was that the story was in the game and the there was cool stuff outside of the games, but you did not need that stuff. It was supplementary in the best way. Mm. It was it was an addition to the story that was actually being right. actively told in the games. 343 with their trilogy, or at least with Halo 4 and 5, basically took the extra stuff and then didn't explain any of what was going on. And then we're like, all right, now there are robots in yeah. here. Uh-huh. Just kill those now. Yeah. Without any explanation and without any... Um, without any indication even that these were pre-existing entities mm-hmm. and like now Bungie has done both sides like like you were saying Merit has done both sides just has not put them together yeah. yeah I mean speaking as somebody who's worked for a company that has had difficulty making two pillars of its business uh, speak to each other in uh-huh. a way that feels cohesive <laughs> I get it it's hard but yeah. also I feel like like they have the writing just what if you made a cutscene around it like i know that's not zero work or anything like that but like you're already making cutscenes and they're not as good the writing in those cutscenes isn't as good as some of the writing that you have you could make a cutscene where we just see mara and and shacks talk about the tempest you could have made that into a cutscene i don't know where you fit it in there but you could well but they but there's also there's no reason well it big picture there's no reason why they couldn't use the grim as basis for Overwatch style shorts mm-hmm. to tell some of these stories, I was like just, that would work. I was just thinking when you when you brought up Halo, I was just thinking to myself, I would read the fuck out of an entire Destiny novel. Yeah, I w- well, I mean, they did release the Grim into like the Grimoire into a book. Yeah, that's not the same. I'm talking like like I'm talking like we have a main character. We oh, have, they, they have to that go on isn't that isn't Master Chief. That isn't Master Chief, or yeah. that isn't the your guardian. But it's just yeah. like, what if they're? I mean, like like there have been uh, Halo books that aren't about Master Chief either. You know, and yeah. you know some of those are good. I will yeah, but like you said like yeah the the jump from halo 4 to 5 where it's like halo 4 is the master chief is like be, lost beyond the reach sorry of time did you say space. the master chief yeah the yes, master he chief is the master chief. Okay. He is the master uh-huh. chief that's his official title uh-huh the, the first name chief. the middle name master last name chief yeah parentheses john, john 117 <laughs> uh 
he's like a, you know beyond space or whatever uh, stuck on the other side of the of the galaxy or something like that and then yeah. you beat up the bad guy boss at the end of that game and then halo 5 opens up with like all right he's back on earth and fighting robots now and she's like Whoa. yeah it's like oh Whoa, sorry you know we've been at war with the prometheans for like five years now it's like what are you talking about what, yeah, whether we wanted it or not we stepped into a war with the prometheans on earth <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, like like a book that is just like I don't know, like what if there was just a book about the uh, you know the Vanguard in their younger days, prior to you know yeah. a prequel book or something like that, like some adventure they got up to that had that kind of writing, uh, that that kind of character writing. It doesn't even have to be like ultra serious type stuff in it. And, you know, some of those Halo books, you know, from the Bungie era would have stuff shown from the perspective of the the Covenant too. There was like. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the the novelization of of the first Halo game is uh, an elite picking up a human pistol and like trying to figure out how to work it, except his mm-hmm. fingers are too big to fit into the trigger yeah. guard, and he's like has to use his fingernail to pull the trigger and, <laughs> um, because it's the only part that, part that will it's fit. Like, oh, like, it is gun. Yeah. It, oh, it shoots. <laughs> like that's what it does. Um, uh, did y'all listen to the? Okay, before remember the marketing for Halo Five was entirely about this conflict that did not happen in the game between Locke and Master Chief yeah. and how Master Chief like basically went AWOL and you play as uh, a different Spartan company basically play, just chasing down Master Chief. You play, you play as Luke as, Cage. Yeah, you play as Luke Cage and Luke Cage's friends going to chase <laughs> down the Master Chief and Cortana. Um, and they released an audio series it's like a six-episode audio series hosted by Keegan-Michael Key in character, uh, like in an in, in-universe character. Okay. But basically it was like he was – Keegan-Michael Key's character was a journalist basically investigating the UNSC, trying to break down what happened to Master Chief and why he – like why the UNSC wouldn't acknowledge the fact that A, that Master Chief was gone and B, that they were sending out a squad to go find him. Huh. It is so good. Um, I want to track this down right now. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it. I just want more of that stuff. Like, there, there's just so much pulling, like, this, all of this lore out of Destiny and, like, making it a transmedia experience mm-hmm. uh, would would work so well, I think. Let me see if I can find that, find that thing. The one thing I will say about all of this that I think, like, maybe, like, not to, you know, if, if we got more to say on it, too, that's totally fine. I just, like, I think this is probably, like, my putting a bow on it a little bit, which is that, like... I wonder how much of this was stuff that a was not allowed or not encouraged by an Activision, um, and is maybe stuff that like now that Bungie is free of that yoke, they can maybe kind of do a little bit more of what is their thing because. Activision is not super well known for like you know transmedia properties. I don't really think like they've never really done that. So I could definitely see a world where they're like, well, no, you got to put the story in an app or in the game. Things that we can get people to sign up for and give us their email address mm-hmm. about. Uh, and B, how much of Shadowkeep? I'm going to guess a large portion of Shadowkeep was developed under the auspices of Activision. Yeah, still. for sure. Like, yeah, like, the next whatever season or whatever uh, is going to be the one that it's like, okay, now is your guys's like, 
this is your moment, right? Like, this is the time where you've, yeah. you've talked a big game about how you're you're independent now, you're calling it MMO now, you're saying you're making all these like little cheeky remarks about how you've, you're writing your own destiny or whatever. Yeah. So you get you get the one freebie because like a lot of that work was probably done under Activision, but like you guys have had so many resets at this mm -hmm. point. I, I wrote about it in the launch trailer for Shadowkeep, but because the launch trailer for Shadowkeep ends with them saying like this is just the beginning, and I was just like, is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five years. In <laughs> in the Vi in the Vidoc that they put out right before Shadowkeep, they said this is the basis for the next five years. Which made me ask myself, do y'all think that um okay, my pet theory is that they're gonna do either one of two things. They're either never gonna release another Destiny game, drop the number two from this one, and then just use this as the platform, or mm. they will release another Destiny game that will be nominally nominally Destiny three. They're just gonna call it Destiny, the Destiny. and then they're gonna yeah, and then they're gonna build from there. Mm. But like, I don't see them like. I don't think there's going to be a Destiny 4. I think if, like, they release another one, they're going to, like, try to basically, like, redo their entire tech stack and then build from there, like, two and a half or three years from now. I mean, Merit, like, do you have any kind of, like, theories about this as somebody who has played a lot more Destiny in the last, like, year or so than us? I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, th I know a lot of people are like, oh, I bet the Shadowkeep stories that's going to be addressed in Destiny 3. And it's like, they have not said anything about there yeah. possibly being mm -hmm. a three and um yeah like i i mean if they're going for to an mmo then like you at that some point i think you just start doing expansions forever expansions right forever and like it, if destiny is like profitable if it, if they manage to to make it profitable with new light and everything i don't know why they would release a new one unless it was to like radically redo the engine but like people still play right. wow and it doesn't look very good right yeah <laughs> yeah well, they, they release old wow that looks bad and people love it <laughs> right well also wow just puts out like minor tweaks that like improve the lighting and the colors and the blah blah, blah and the textures and stuff like that yeah. they are able to work out granted they're working with wow money and the backing of an activision blizzard yeah. And that's getting even that's getting to its own weird yeah. space now with the, how Activision has been. So who knows? Uh, is it called? Is it? Uh, okay, it is called Destiny Two: New Light. Okay, it's not called I, Destiny: New Light. If they just called it Destiny: New Light, they would have just done it, wouldn't they have? Right. Like, yeah, that would have been the time to. Like do that it. just would have been it, right? Like you just call it Destiny: New Light, and then you drop you've dropped the two, and then that's you're done. Yeah. Did you know that people still play the first Destiny? Yeah. Yeah. They put out that merit. I think it was you who pointed yeah. out that tweet to us that were saying like, oh "Hey, but we we were trying to figure out like when are the servers going to be back on?" And then they put out a tweet. It's like, "Hey, we we fixed the Destiny servers," and we were like, "Oh yeah, wait, wait, no, you said yeah, the original Destiny. We fixed I'm, so Destiny I'm sorry, one. Destiny. Yeah, you, yeah. you like, fixed oh, Destiny. Thank God. Oh, that's, that was clearly what everyone like, was wonder, so upset about. I wonder how many people are playing Destiny one that Bungie still need that like they feel like they need to keep those servers on oh yeah I, I wondered yeah because like at this point they're paying for that right like Activision's yeah. not paying for those servers yeah hmm. it's weird I don't know. Uh, the one thing I will oh, the, another thing I would I would cap onto all this too is uh, saying about like you know 
how long you know they might be in Destiny Two or or calling it Destiny Two versus calling it Destiny Three or something like that. I think if you do do it again, I think you do just call it Destiny Three because at that point, like putting a three on it is like a call to arms to tell people like hey this is another fresh start but the yeah we're finishing the fight as it were <laughs> sure uh the, the but the or maybe you put a subtitle on it you know uh, yeah. a different subtitle but the other thing i was going to say is when i was doing my uh account transfer from battlenet to steam last night to get the pc version up and running mm-hmm. it, there was a there was a notification in there at the bottom i meant to tell you this during late lunch yesterday but i kept getting sidetracked with other shit yeah uh it was a little wild day um they do say like hey if you have the seasons already purchased but you already but you buy the digital deluxe edition that that gives you the four seasons we will just give you the difference in silver mm-hmm. uh and that silver will be valid for seasons up to season destiny 2 season 11 whoa i didn't see that part yeah it's at the very bottom of the page uh on the like if you read like the terms and services type stuff on that thing it does it does reference like hey this the silver will be good up through season 11 well that's and that's i don't wild. know that's like a i mean we're on seven right so yeah that's that was going to be my next question actually for you Merritt. is like do you know actually because i don't know what the numbers actually look like right now with the like with the like numbers I, what what the numbers of the seasons actually look like like do did they start calling the season the because there's like years and it's like year one year two or whatever oh, and then there's yeah. like season but then there's like season of the drifter season of the black armory season of the whatever yeah the opulence or whatever. no they've been releasing stuff on seasonal schedules for a while and i think okay. i mean i think we are on uh season eight right now season i think eight. uh okay. season of whatever it is uh, so, yeah. that, so it makes sense that Season it would be. It makes sense that it would Undying. be eleven because they're selling. Uh, because like yeah, the when you mm. buy the deluxe edition, it came with the uh, four season passes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah eleven is that, just will take us up to a year from now. I was gonna say. So the other part of this that actually like segues us into some more news type topics. Uh, the uh, PlayStation 5 details and, like, general mm-hmm. release window just got officially announced earlier this morning by Sony. Uh, Can't believe and... they're making another one. <laughs> they Can't did again. It. Uh, damn, damn, those clever bastards. They yeah, figured it out. They figured it out. Uh, Faster computer. Did you see? Race racing. There was a really good uh, Photoshop by uh, Steve Kim, who's just a guy who does some really good video game Photoshop mm-hmm. type stuff. It was like the PlayStation Five, the words PlayStation Five, but it was done in the Spider-Man font, but not the <laughs> Spider-Man movie font, like the PlayStation Three, but the spi- the new Spider-Man game. That's uh, very good. Font that That's extremely good. <laughs> That's very uh, good. I, yeah, I, I like that. Hey, how but, come yeah. the PlayStation was in the Spider-Man font? Why? Why was that? Because Sony owned because Spider-Man. It was, yeah, because they owned Spider-Man and it was popular. And they were like, oh, we liked the font? It legitimately hey. felt like they forgot that they needed a logo <laughs> treatment. And they were like, ah, fuck, what designed font do we have in Word? Uh, uh, all the Spider-Man one. It would be like Microsoft turning the ha- the Xbox typeface to the Halo typeface. <laughs> it would be. It really would be. Oh, my God. Halo yeah. typeface. Hold I'll, on. Let me say just real quick. Uh, a lot of decisions were made around the PlayStation Three that maybe do not hold up under scrutiny. Oh, are you saying? Wait, wait what if what we made a boomerang? console cost eight? Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if the controller was a boomerang? What if the controller was not a boomerang, but instead weighed one ounce uh, and did not have rumble because rumble is last gen, baby. Listen, if listen, 
if they released the boomerang controller, uh, it would have been a perfect a perfect thing with six axis uh, for tie the Tasmanian tiger. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Or layer, please. Shut or up. <laughs> God, do you know? Okay. Uh, I just, I just need to. I'm gonna send y'all a quick JPEG. Was, oh uh, no, Merrick, go ahead. It was Ken Kutaragi who insisted oh, yeah. on the Spider-Man font. You, he insisted on it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was like, if you don't use this, I'm walking. <laughs> uh, also. Uh, Ken Kodaragi, 69 this year. So, nice. nice. Um, also, did you know that he designed the sound processor for the SNES? Oh, sure. Yeah. He, There's a whole bunch of weird... He's the dad movies. of the PlayStation, well, yeah, that is, and he's yeah. the weird uncle of the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's because the, the PlayStation only exists because, because of that Nintendo, deal for yes. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, because that deal for the disc system fell through, and Sony was pissed. Yeah. Like it is, it is amazing to me it's that spite. Sony just got mad. Wait, does the PlayStation only exist because of like, spite? Yeah, yeah, they got mad that that deal fell through because they they spent all this money trying to like figure out compression and how mm-hmm. to get discs working, and then Nintendo was like, actually, fuck it, we're done. Like we don't, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. And Nintendo and Sony was like, oh, word, all right, sure. What if what if Metal Gear? Can you imagine the universe where instead of yeah. Sony doing that, it was um, like Philips or Panasonic? Or yeah. is the Philips CDI? Yeah, no, but I mean, what if that had, what if that oh. had become the PlayStation? But if Jeez. but if if it was Philips, then we wouldn't have gotten the IQ. Oh, wait, was that a Panasonic joint? Oh, I don't even there know was a is. there was a combo DVD GameCube that was karaoke machine question China, mark that I was uh huh yeah uh, and it was I I wanted one so bad when I was a child because <laughs> I was just going through the Wait, Wikipedia. What was it called? Um, <laughs> I think was it not called the IQ? Uh, it was IQ Intelligent. Cube. Oh, IQ. Yeah, yeah Intelligent Cube. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, the controller <laughs> for this thing is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh boy! It's... I did just. By the way, I just just so you guys know, you can watch it in your own. You can look at it in your own leisure time. But I did just share with you my favorite picture of Ken Kutaragi ever. Oh, it's a very good image. <laughs> it was my Twitter header image forever. Uh huh. Is he <laughs> vaping? I don't know. <laughs> I, wait, honestly, is he on a I'm... roller coaster? So he's holding he a PlayStation he... controller. It looks it like looks yeah, like. The DualShock 2. Yeah, it also looks like he's uh, like strapped into something. No, yeah, he, yeah, I think he is on a roller coaster, or he's wearing a Mad Max style vest. What of the two? So, so I've, I've I had this image as my my uh, Twitter header for for a, like seven years, uh, however long uh, Twitter was around until I changed it to the one I have right now, and uh, I never noticed that he does appear to be wearing a suit. Like I, th- I can see a tie. Mm-hmm. In that image, I, this whole time I thought I thought that the, maybe the chair was part of like a jacket that he was wearing, like he was wearing a leather jacket or something like that. Uh, but no, no, that's just he's in a suit and in some kind. The, my best guess is that he this is like some com- promotional shot from a Gran Turismo game, and he's like sitting in a racing oh, chair. Oh, that tracks. Remember uh, when they made <laughs> those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have important news. Um, uh-huh. Guess. Guess when the IQ servers went offline. 
Guess oh, guess shit. what year? Uh, <laughs> guess what year they went out? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was 2014. Okay, wait, I'm, and I'm, I am gonna tell you that it came out in 2003. So you think it lasted 11 years? Yes. Okay. Can I say 2017? Uh, you can. You would both be wrong. It was what? last year. Fuck off. <laughs> last year is when last the year? IQ at home service uh, went offline. Oh so wait, God. I could have been downloading Paper Mario or Excite Byte 64, which I think were like one of the four games that were on this dang thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Until 2018. Uh, were they running the numbers off of a, or, or were they running the servers off of a number station? Yeah, I kind of they would for- really like to know how, like the history of that, because that's a fucking long time to let people yeah. download F-Zero Axe. Like, what the fuck? Wave Race 64. Oh, my God. I, you only have 15 years to play it before the servers go offline. Are you high? Like, when? Yeah, it, 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 it legitimately just feels as if they forgot the computer was plugged in. Mm-hmm. Like, it was in a garage somewhere. And they were like, oh, what's this? Yeah, they were like, oh, what's this? And they unplugged it. And someone was like, ah, shit, my download of, uh, I don't know, uh, Sin and Punishment canceled. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't play That's this. I've heard so much of it. This great Japanese exclusive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the first time anyone has thought about has uttered the words uh, "sin and punishment" in reference to the video game "sin and punishment." In the fl- that's not since this service started has anyone hey, talked about sin and no, punishment. No, you know when it came out on the virtual console, everyone was very excited to play Treasures, great 3D shooter where you play as a child who turns into a big monster. Wait, sorry, hold on. Do all of the Nintendo 64 listings on Wikipedia have pictures of how you're expected to hold the controller in them? Why? The Sin and Punishment Wikipedia page in the development section has a picture of how you're supposed to hold the controller. Wait, no, hold on. They wanted to to develop a game where the player held the left two grips? Treasure! (laughs) Treasure! (sighs) Treasure, no! Treasure. Treasure. No, Get in changed. your box, treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Get in your treasure box. That's treasure. <laughs> if uh, only we had a word for a large a uh, vessel box that you of put treasure. treasure in. Wait, was there also a uh, a GameCube? Uh, one, of one of these? I think there was. But wait, hold on. The other wild thing is that this console was released in 2003. Mm-hmm. The GameCube was out with Nintendo 64 games. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, the Nintendo 64 version of it, in 2006. It, it did. <laughs> it did get that, huh? It got, it got Smash for the Nintendo 64 in 2005. So what you're saying is that this is the predecessor to the Virtual Console. They did it first. Right and oh right. How many of these do they sell? Uh, that's a good because question. because you've got to imagine twelve. Because the the whole the whole purpose of the IQ well there are two purposes right one was um they were trying to get around the video game ban yeah and one mm. was um historically uh piracy levels were really high in China and so they were trying mm. to develop a console where you could where there were no media that could be pirated. 
um, because you have to download it from the, the internet or from somewhere called an IQ Depot. Yeah, I, I well, please. Which I, sounds like a warehouse that you go to, and a man is like, "Here's your wave race," <laughs> and he pulls it down with like a fucking forklift. Um, but in yeah. reality, it was a kiosk at a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's why they existed. But is anyone like? Like, if you, so you gotta imagine, like, okay, like, if you can't get a GameCube, like, legally or whatever, but you're a gamer, like, you're gonna find a way to do that, right? Like, you're not waiting until 2006 yeah. to play Animal Crossing, To play right? Animal Crossing. I right? Mean, that's why piracy rates were so high in China. Video, if you ban the video games, then only criminals will have the video games. That's, everyone knows this. <laughs> okay, I need to find out how much this, this so, was. So okay, so they did release um, a a well. It was not exactly this, but there was a console called the Panasonic Q, which was a hybrid DVD and GameCube that was o- DVD player and GameCube that was only released in Japan. Look at how modern this fucking logo is. Oh my god! For a thing that was released in two thousand and one, sick ass logo. This is this is like L. This is like LG's oh my God, this like console, quantum though, dot. It looks like an easy yeah, bake it looks, oven. It, it, yeah, it does look like an easy bake With oven. With an LCD screen on it. What? Yeah, it does. What Have, happened? Oh my goodness. Okay, no, actually, gracious. up close, it does look kind of dope, though. Like that. that <laughs> yeah, plate, look at how many buttons like, are on it. Like fucking yeah. How come there's so many buttons? It has so many buttons. There's a. Are those buttons or are those dials? Those are buttons. Those there's are like buttons. a bass. There's a bass, bass. button. Yeah. Uh huh. This is where you keep your fish. That's why it looks <laughs> this is like the this. the fish button. It's an ice box. Uh, this was there's only in Japan, though. Button. Yeah. I do. I yeah. remember when when this came out. Oh. Um, I remember. It looks like it. these are like uh, these are like uh, uh, source switchers. It looks like yeah. uh, It almost like looks like it might be some kind of like uh, splitter for yeah. for various different um, yeah. Uh, How rare yeah. do you think these GameCube controllers with the Panasonic logo on them instead of oh, the Nintendo I didn't logo are? I noticed that until you said that. That's fucked up. That's a cursed image. <laughs> that's from oh, the, oh wow. my god. That's from like Gwen Stacy. That's from Earth sixty five shit yeah. right there. It's just like yeah. yeah. Tony Stark went into coffee and Panasonic made the GameCube. <laughs> so oh. I need to check something, and I don't know how. But uh, how much was 500 yuan in USD? Oh, in oh, are you trying to do the conversion? But do the conversion in 2003. But let's just see right now. That's um, a lot. Well, well, 500 well, could, wait, B right now is 69 dollars. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. And. Uh, yeah, you just need to figure out how much the dollar was worth in 2003 and then do that conversion. And I mean, it, it it's back. not that much more. Uh, $14,000. Wow. If you had add that, you would have, wow. Um, Goodbye. No, but yeah. So, like, under 100 bucks, probably. That's a deal for a Nintendo 64 That's a in 2006. Deal. If you see, Honestly. If you see uh, IQ for under $100, I say buy. Yeah, I, you could sell that shit to Frank Cifaldi right now. I'm sure he would. Uh, uh, it was actually it was uh, fifty. Yeah, it was fifty dollars in uh, huh. in 2003. Wow, I had never heard of this before. You guys brought this up at all? Really? But, uh, the IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I I I was desperate to own one of these. I either of these devices when I was a child. 
they're both good. Yeah, yeah. they seem cool. Um, well, uh, I was going to segue out of uh, the Destiny talk. We, we did catch up on a little bit of a speed bump there, but I'm going to revert back to my original segue uh, talking about Destiny 2. Speaking of games with Lance Reddick in them. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I played John Wick Hex. Which I have a review for up on the site right now, and that game is really, really cool, y'all. I don't know if you guys do. You guys know anything about this? Um, other than like Andrew, because I think we like a handful of us saw it at E3. Um, other yeah. than like Andrew coming back and being like, "Yo, this game rules." Uh, not really. I would love to hear about it. So, yo, this game rules. Uh, <laughs> this game is very cool. Do you guys, Merritt, have you ever really watched the John Wick movies at all? I have not seen one of them, and I know that that's a failure on my part, and uh, one day I will. See, I've only seen the first one, so I'm almost practically right there with you. Nikki, how about you? I've seen the first two. I have not seen the third one. Okay, but you know Lance Reddick is in these. Yes. Uh, he is in this as well. So is uh, Ian McShane. Both of them reprise their roles uh, from the movies in this game. Which is funny to me because it's like, it's Ian McShane playing Ian McShane's character. It's Lance Reddick playing Lance Reddick's character. And then they're in a room talking to a third person this whole time. And it's just Troy Baker. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just look, to your, look to your left. Look to your right. Look at a mirror. One of you is Troy Baker. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just very funny to me. It's like, we got like, we got like Hollywood talent from the, you know, from the authentic film uh, crew, cast and crew, and then also the guy who's in every video game already. Uh, he plays Hex. He plays, like, Mr. Hex, I think his name is. Or, or just Hex, I think. So the villain's name is actually also uh, part of the game, too. But, like, the game itself that is a strategy game uh, that is, like, pseudo-real-time slash turn-based. Uh, pick your poison. It's either, like, pseudo-turn-based or pseudo-real-time because the way that it works is that you move... You are Jonathan Wick. Uh, you, uh, you, you play Jonathan Wick. You, you play the the Jonathan one one seven Wick. <laughs> um, oh shit! Is John Wick Master Chief? Oh <laughs> uh, yep. This is so well. This is a prequel. So who could say? Uh, so this is a prequel that is set before the first John Wick movie, where uh, he meets the dog um, and becomes friends. Uh, when he is still the bad guy. He's still, like, uh, a weird force of nature hitman assassin dude. Mm -hmm. um, and there's he doesn't talk. They did not get Keanu for this one. Uh, he's too busy uh, with that other one. Uh, yeah. But uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. He's too busy <laughs> working on Bill and Ted 3 um, to get in this. But, no. So the way this game works is basically you move in real time until an enemy appears on screen. When an enemy appears on screen, every time stops. And the every like move that you make is like you're moving from one space to another, like in kind of a hex-based grid thing. It's not super important in terms of like how that works, because it's just a bunch of dots that you basically move between, like board game mm -hmm. style. Um, but every action you do in like DD abstract kind of terms takes a certain amount of time that is represented by a bar at the top of the screen. And it'll show you so like Pulling out your gun, you pull out your gun, and it'll show, like, okay, pulling out John's gun takes 0.2 seconds. Firing, like, lining up the shot and firing the gun takes another 0.6 seconds. So the entire act of, uh, of shooting somebody will take 0.8 seconds. It's going to take them one second to see you line up a shot and shoot you, because they, it'll also show your enemies 
time bar. Uh, right. And and the objective of the game is to basic is just sort of this like time slash space space management kind of thing where. You always want to be interrupting anybody who's about to hit you or do anything mm. against you with your own action first and use, comparing these bars. Um, <clears throat> yes. And then once you've selected an action, like that action plays out. You're, you're, like, you have to sit there and wait for it to happen. Um, it sounds and while super that, cool. Sorry? I said it sounds super cool. It really is. It, like, in practice, like, the, like the, what they've succeeded in doing is basically, like, creating this uh, version where you are operating, like, the mind of what this character is supposed to be, which is this, like, calculating, uh, smooth, like, assassin dude who, like, know who is, like, one step ahead of everybody who is, like, running the numbers in his head as he's doing this. What they've done is basically found a way to make a game where you are doing that at a speed that is actually possible for a real human being to do. Um, and it works out pretty great, uh, honestly. It works out super well. And one of the coolest things about it is after you beat a mission... Uh, all the missions basically end with you either like getting to a door and exiting the level, or if it's a boss fight, you have to kill the boss. Uh, the bosses have special rules about how you can damage them and stuff, but uh, once you do that, the, the round is over. Once you do that, you are always presented with two options. You can either continue on to the next level, in which case all of your bullets, your focus, your uh, health, all that stuff carries over for like a run of levels. Um... Or you can hit watch replay, and it replays every single action you've taken throughout that entire level in real time, as if you had just choreographed a fight scene from a John Wick movie. Ah, oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. It's really neat. Uh, yeah, it's it, and that's kind of the entire game. Like, there's some nuance around like um, you have you can like you don't really have a lot of special powers or anything. You can crouch, and that's kind of it. Like crouching. <laughs> Uh, makes you uh, hidden. You know, like people won't be able to see you if you're you're crouched behind low cover. Uh, they, they will lose sight, line of sight on you. Um, you will also just become generally harder to hit because you're a smaller target. Uh, but when you're crouched, you can't do melee attacks either. Uh, you have to stand up to do melee attacks, and just standing up like costs you like point one seconds. So you have to like calculate that. And, and sometimes you will be like, "Well, I need to." You know, no normally I would just punch this person because they don't have a gun. They're trying to beat me up. They're a brawler type. So I would normally want to not waste bullets on them because John Wick is basically always, like, 0.1 second faster than everybody else at everything he does. So, like, if somebody's about to shoot you, you could always shoot them first as long as you start at the exact same time that they do. If somebody's trying to punch you, you could always punch them first, knock them out of their animation, and stun them, and, and beat them up uh, into submission or whatever it is that you end up doing. But, um... If you are crouched, you, like, have to, like, you. all you can do is basically you can pick up anything that is nearby, you can pick up a gun, uh, if you're standing next to one, you can shoot, because you're still, you still have your gun with you, assuming you have ammo, or you can do a dodge roll, which does lead to some very stupid <laughs> moments <laughs> with the replay system where it's like, um... <laughs> Hey, like, let's play this out. Like, how did this all, all all shake out? Like, what would this look like if it was an actual movie? And what it looks like is like five straight seconds of uh, John Wick just doing the dodge roll from Galaxy Quest because you're like, <laughs> practically immune to bullets when you're doing it. So you're just like trying to dodge roll out of the way of like seven dudes who came into a room. It's like, well, gotta go. Uh, but you can only actually dodge roll so many times. Um, you do have a limited resource called Focus. Uh, certain special things, like, uh, if you punch somebody, that doesn't cost any focus, but if you want to do, like, a one-hit takedown that allows you to determine 
where you're standing at the end of the attack, that costs a focus. And the way you focus is just literally taking one second and John just like like shakes it off. He just like, you know, kind of kind yeah. of thing. But obviously if you do that in the middle of a firefight, you're going to get shot to death because you can't actually take that many hits. Um, so you want to kind of do it between fights. And it does actually look kind of cool where you'll be like in a massive fight with a bunch of people. And the more, the longer the fight goes, the more often you're going to be, you know, recharging your focus. So like when you do get these like kind of cool shots during the replays of like, and of course I watch every single replay because why wouldn't I? Um, you do get these kind of like cool sort of like emergent moments of like, okay, I took out three guys that was whatever. I just shot them and I just kept walking because that's John Wick. He just keeps moving. Like, he can't be stopped. But then it was like, okay, I got just fought seven guys in a boss and it took a lot out of me. I had to roll. I had to dodge. I had to duck. I had to use, uh, like, weird special melee attacks and stuff like that. And at the end of it all, you know, after he's, like, getting ready to move into the next hallway, you, you press the button because there's no penalty f except for the time. You... you press the button to refocus and so you do get like these moments of just like after but only after those really long fights and it just works really seamlessly i will say that the replay function itself looks a little janky just because the animations are you can tell that this is made by uh the bithel games people behind like subsurface quarantine subsurface circular thomas was alone mm -hmm. uh volume is probably the closest thing to this that they have made um but yeah uh they, uh, so, so pr not, I don't think, the biggest publisher in the world or developer in the world. Uh, so they clearly didn't have a ton of money, I don't think, or time or whatever for creating the character models and animations and stuff like that. Because the animations repeat way too often during the replays, like when you're doing takedowns and whatever. John has, like, three ways that he can punch a person, and that's kind of it. And you see those right. enough times <laughs> in sequence, and it looks silly. Uh, but when the replay does work as intended, it is wild how well it works as intended. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a really cool game. I don't have a... Like I said, I've only seen the first movie, so I don't have a particular affinity for the John Wick lore, but it seems like there's mm -hmm. a little bit of that in here, too. They're talking about the high table a lot, uh, which is not something... I guess is something that happens more in John Wick 2 and 3, I guess, is there's yeah. more and more stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's... Those movies are so good. Yeah, I need to watch them. I own two. I have not seen it yet. I have not obviously seen three either. Uh, no, actually, weirdly enough, have seen three and one, but not two. Just skipped over that not one. Two. Eh, just skip that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's good. you know, it's just a it's just a very tightly designed little thing, which actually feels when you think about who's developing it, like that's kind of what Bithel Games does. Yeah. They just make these really tightly designed little things that feel like they were like a lot of heart and soul was poured into them but not maybe necessarily a ton of money uh but also they're very cheap <laughs> so yeah also again i cannot stress enough nothing better than being able to play a game that you can see credits at the end of yes so oh that's actually uh so weirdly enough and now that you mentioned that there is a uh, one little uh detail i do like about this game is when you go to the main menu the main menu uh just shows you like New game settings, like blah blah blah, all that, all the stuff you would expect from a menu in a video game. Mm -hmm. But next to all the options, they also have John Wickified like versions of like descriptions of what those options are. <laughs> it's like new game. New game says something like, um, I don't know, like get like get to work or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, under credits, it's just who's behind this. That's very good. <laughs> 
<laughs> which I liked a lot. It's little details like that are fun. Um, no, they, they, another little detail they get right is like it's all purple, p- pink, blue bisexual lighting. Like, yeah, they get that. The music is actually really good. It like really, really solid. Like you're fighting through nightclubs in a lot of it and in stuff, and they like have pretty decent like uh techno music and stuff like that that goes with it mm. yeah mm. i just is really it, is it. any of it is any of it as good as limelight from perfect dark zero y'all so, know about this song i'm familiar with the video game perfect dark zero but i'm not familiar with limelight from perfect dark zero oh, okay well i'm just gonna we can move on i'm just gonna share this with y'all because it's a it's a banger mm-hmm and it's the best. It's the best song ever in a video game. <laughs> uh, that might be. Well, I was gonna say we probably don't want to throw it in the actual podcast because uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how uh, litigious, rare entertainment gets about their uh, Microsoft choices. doesn't remember that they own this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, did y'all see that Outer Wilds is coming to PS4? So now neither of you have an excuse to not play that yeah, game. Yeah, I did, I did see that. See that. <laughs> I guess I I have it on I've played it. Oh I, yeah. So now wait, Merit has no excuse. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry, wait. Mm-hmm. Which one is that again? Outer this one this one is the one where you're on you're in oh shit. I was gonna say where you're in a spaceship. Uh-huh. That doesn't help. This is it's this the, one it's isn't, the indie wait, one. Outer Worlds is Fallout, right? Yes. Okay. It's yeah. the one that isn't Fallout. So it's it's the outer one from Worlds and the yeah. no Shit, I did it. Uh, I did yeah. the thing. Outer Wilds is the Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, yes. yes. So, Definite article wait, goes on the is, Obsidian game. Is the, so Outer Wilds is coming out on PS4, and it's only been on yes. the Xbox and, and PC so far? Yeah, on, yes. Epic, on the Epic okay. Games store. Um, yeah. Okay, so I will play that, um, maybe. It comes out next week. Good. The Outer Worlds, yeah. what about that? What's that coming out for? That one's on everything but Switch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and does come out in... About 35, 35 minutes, minutes yeah. as far oh, as I'm fuck. concerned. <laughs> uh, I think um, it is this month, actually. Like It is this month, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what game's not coming out this year? Doom. Oh, you right. Know when, you know when it is coming out? In March <laughs> the month of next year with every other fucking video game. Uh-huh. Somehow, somehow, was it last year? Was it last February that was, like, the game month? It was like, I, I guess it was it was deemed the game games in Feb February twenty eighteen. It was the month. It was oh bangers such as Metal Gear Survive. Maybe it wasn't oh. this month. Uh, I remember twenty seventeen was like a wild month or a wild year for video games because that was like it was weird because two thousand seven was also a banger year and then mm-hmm. two thousand and then ten years later it was the seven again. And when it's like, did Anthem come out? <laughs> five uh, minutes ago like like or a, a one million years ago actually anthem it was like january I remember... this year okay so a word no or that February. can't be right it was this year okay fuck what yeah anthem came out this year oh my god yep think about that so maybe i was thinking of february of this year hey anthem came out and then like one month later apex legends came out yeah i remember that because i was getting them confused for a while damn anyway yeah march 2019 or 2020 is gonna be buck wild and and it's not like it starts in march 2020 like the last of us 2 and like two other big name games are that february as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's gonna be rough yep 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 
Uh, not a lot of other news stuff from today, I don't think. Uh, not that I can think of anywhere that we haven't already hit. Like, the PlayStation stuff is, like... I don't know if... Have you all seen those dev kits? Like, those things... Are, are those a, actual pictures of the dev kits? According the, to the, the Wired article and, like, think Kotaku, they are actual pictures of the dev, dev kits. But dev kits, are dev, dev kits are dev kits. Like, the dev kits always look yeah. like weird things. The, that's wild. The thing that's weird about it is dev kits usually just look like a motherboard strapped yeah, to they, a fucking yeah. cardboard box. Yeah, uh-huh. The, 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 the PlayStation 4 ones, at least, like, the old ones that, like... When I was working at when I was working at Activision, the PlayStation, the old PlayStation Four ones, just looked like PCs. Mm-hmm. They just they were in just black boxes, and it, just inside was just basically a computer. Mm-hmm. And then they had eventually gotten to the point where they were production. They were dev kit PS4s, but in production cases, mm-hmm. they just like they just like had extra stuff in there. Yeah. And then the Xbox Ones were just Xbox Ones because you can just turn those into dev kits. Right. Um, but that PS5 dev kit is bonkers. Wait, what's... I thought that was... I thought that was... No, I haven't seen it. What's weird about it? It looks like... It looks like a Drake and Josh games film. (laughs) Barrett, I'll pull up a picture of it real quick for you. Uh, PS5 dev kit. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, what this actually does look like to me, and it's just... I just can't think of anything Oh, you know what it looks like? It looks like a rumble pack. Imagine... (laughs) (laughs) Imagine a big Nintendo 64 rumble pack. There's a slot where you would plug it into the controller. Okay. Uh, and it, But it's got LEDs and shit on it. It's what the concave. fuck? What the <laughs> fuck is it doesn't this? make any sense. It looks like a fucking, like, uh, like an audio mixer or something. Yeah. yeah the inside like a proje- looks like a Pokemon It looks Pokemon like a projector stadium. that you would, like, like a yeah. ceiling-mounted oh. projector with a Pokemon stadium inside of it. What yeah. is this? <laughs> It's so bizarre, but apparently it looks like this. Why does it have? Wait, why does it have like play and fast forward buttons on it? Uh, So, so the the big deal with the the big thing about the PlayStation Five is that it's gonna have two HDMI ports, and you're gonna be able to put it underneath your television, route your cable box through Uh it, be able to stream anything. It is the one console for your home entertainment system. Uh Uh Uh, Is that true? And you're gonna just. No, this is a joke about the original <laughs> the pitch. pitch for the Xbox One. Oh <laughs> right, yeah. Best in um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe you went to Zynga and then died. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a solid question. Why does it have those buttons? Even if this is a render, it doesn't make any sense as to why you would put those buttons on there. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe this is a render of like somebody who like they got a 3D artist who does not play video games and was just like, what do they have on? Oh, what do they you, put play, on? you play a game, right? So it has like a pause button. Yeah, it's it has got a pause button. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I guess. Well, I guess it looks okay, like so a I, fucking here's... spaceship from Star Trek. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks, looks like so some weird. Battlestar Galactica fucking Babylon 5 ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's a huge bummer that it's not actually gonna look I like know. this. Because the, the end result is it's going to probably look like a PS4, right? It's yeah, how how, like how how uh, are they going to hide these USB ports and make <laughs> them, and make them uh, less uh, harder to plug things into? Mm-hmm. Just put them on the Wait, fucking top so I can just plug it in. So I can yeah, see it. Yeah, please. I'm going to send y'all... This is the patent image. Oh, wow. 
So I guess the people who made the render it looks just like a, miscon- one of those things you pull up to your eyes with a slide in it, and then you yeah, <laughs> it's a viewmaster. View they made a viewmaster. Oh, I guess God. they just took those buttons that are above the disc slot to be played, which is a wild decision what? to make. I wonder if it was just like literally like we need to put some kind of icons on these, and you know what we yeah. have immediately available is like these God, very commonly used symbols. Imagine if they released this thing and it had five USB ports on the front. Fucking give it to me now. Yeah, please. Oh, it would be I'll amazing. It Wait, is it yeah. shaped like that for like venting purposes? So that the, that's just, probably mm, that whole interior yeah, surface is just like airflow. Yeah, I mean they've got to the the rays have got to get traced somehow. Well, one of the big prob I don't really have this problem with my pro, but one of the biggest problems I keep hearing from people who have a PlayStation Four is people complain about that thing being loud all oh, the time. Mine, oh, uh, yeah. my old one, and this is partially my fault because i was using it uh vertically without a stand so it was just sucking in dust constantly and i think it finally did stop working because of that but uh yeah by the end there it was like a jet fighter taking off yeah it it wants to go mine mine wants to go to space yeah when i (laughs) wants to follow phil harrison yeah when when i do vex uh offensives um on the moon and it gets to the point where there's like there's hundreds of vex and then also like the boss enemies have spawned in i've never experienced slowdown in a destiny game mm. until i started doing the vex offensives because those get to a point where like a lot of shit is happening yeah. if you've got like all six people all using their supers and all the enemies are shooting at the same time a lot the of particles chug um so many particles um, speaking of particles, uh, that that Pat Gill video, have y'all seen that on Polygon's uh, I've channel? seen clips of it, but I haven't watched the whole thing yet. It's very good. Um, it looks cool. Uh, but He's yeah, been doing they, some good work. Hey, that Sekiro video, also very cool. Uh-huh. Also very good. Yeah. Hey, keep um, it, keep up the good yeah. work, Pat. Keep yeah, up for, job, for Pat. all your Pat. friends here at Fanbyte. Uh, <laughs> uh, friend no. of no gods, no jump masters, uh, Pat Gill. <laughs> yeah, Pat Gill. Um, but yeah, my PS4 wants to die. It it just it's begging for death, <laughs> but it's fine. It won't it won't receive it until the PlayStation Five comes out next yeah, year. Yeah, it's got a lot of Destiny to play on because that's what yeah. that's what everyone will be playing it on with me. Yeah, with your friends. Oh, Merit. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Merit. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to Word. God, if you play it on PC. I, I have it on both No, he's now. Go- no, it's already done. Steven was playing it yesterday on the PC and just was yelling about how good the load time is. Yeah, good. it was. It's so but good. But you have Merit. to play Merit. it with me. I will play it with you. That's why I have it on both. Okay, like, I wouldn't know if, you know, uh, if because I could have probably gotten the PC code for it uh, <laughs> well. when we wanted to. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, but at that point I could have done that but instead I bought it on PlayStation 4 and expensed it that way um, so that I can play with you and my brother do you think as recompense for the kerfuffle RE codes they'll send me a pair of those shoes (laughs) so I can review them Uh, which shoes (laughs) oh Oh, did you not see these have you not seen these shoes What? Okay, shoes? so so Bungie is partnering with Palladium, the shoe, Sorry, the shoe brand, what? Uh, to release a, uh, a a special edition line of Palladium boots that are shaped like the moon boots that the Titan wears. They look. I think they look good. I'm gonna. I might buy them. I don't know how I feel about just the big Palladium logo on the front. They all have that, which is the biggest bummer of all. I you know what, though? Um, that looks like I could just stick a butter knife under those stitches. Just pull that right out. <laughs> they're, 
I don't know. They're okay. You don't feel them? I'm not really yeah. feeling them. Um, I'm not much of like a, a sneakerhead or like a boot mm. person, really. Um, mm. But I, I feel like Bungie kind of dropped the ball on um, on their merch for. Uh, yeah, the merch is not this. The Spare Racing League merch was better than the Shadow Keep. Yeah, the Shadow Keep stuff. I sure. feel like there's just like a lot. Of, like, let me look at it. Okay, so you can buy a shirt that says Destiny Two Shadow Keep. Like, why would I? Yeah, this is my who this is my favorite segment of this possibly... show where we go to the Bungie store. Uh-huh. Like, there's a lot of just symbols. So, like, okay, fine. Eris more Eris Morin's like symbol. Like, fine, I guess. The, the, the moon one is not bad. The moon, the Luna mission symbol is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, actually, like one of the, I have a Destiny shirt from an E3 2013, I think, that I went to where they, we, I saw a behind closed doors demo of Destiny and they gave everybody shirts there. And it's actually just a really nice shirt that has held up very well since 2013. Um, and it's just got, but it's got all the like symbols on it, like the hunter symbol, the titan symbol, and the the uh, warlock symbol. And usually, that's mm-hmm. what I like from my merch. I like yeah. things that are very subdued and don't say just yeah. the game, right? On it. Yeah. Oh, so wait, so you don't want the you don't want this? What's in the second image here, where it just says Destiny Two Shadow Keep, and then a vague picture of the Shadow Keep? Uh huh. Yeah, that, that you want. I, lo- that I love how it's not me. actually called the Shadow Keep in the game. It's the Crimson Keep. It's a crimson. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet weird. Keep. Scarlet Keep. You know, same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, just none of these really do it for me. Uh, well, and that's what I was going to say too. Is just I've never liked those symbols. The the hunter symbol is, is just like three triangles. It's or whatever. Well, no, it's three triangles because the hunter dodge. Uh huh. And it's the titan because it's the shield. Shield. And, yeah. and then the, the warlock and then because the... it's the well. The Titan one, I will say, the Titan one I kind of like. The Titan one's all right. But just, like, I don't know. Something about them has never really just evolved. Well, the, the Titan one is actually based on the Battle of Four Fronts or Six Fronts or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. that's what they say. But, yeah, no, they're just symbols. I don't know. They look kind of cool when they're yeah. moving and transforming. But on their own, they're just like, yeah. Eh. Yep. The, the, the Destiny logo is the only one that has mm. any... The like, Destiny logo, the thing about it also to me, though, is that it does uh-huh. look like it also could be the logo for, like, some kind of weird biomedical company or, like, possibly, oh, like, a birth control product <laughs> or something. The it G is. Corporation. It is, I've also just realized, just the singular logo, except without legs, and it's very excited. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, dust me. It also kind of reminds me of a fidget spinner every time I see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super. I think there was jokes about that at the time. Uh, I think that people made like their own custom fidget spinners that looked like the Destiny logo. Nice. I think that happened. Uh, that, I that recently tracks. received my uh, emblem pin. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I am so good at Destiny that they're like, <laughs> we're gonna gamer. let you buy something to show how good uh-huh. at Destiny you are. And I was like, of course I will do that. Of course. I um I can't believe I'm not gonna get this fucking jacket. Oh, the raid jacket. Yeah. The inside Ooh. is like a thing. It's like a it's like a vex hole. It's a vex hole. Um, it's the milk dispenser. Oh my god. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, Vex are made. Uh, you, no, wait, it is a, uh, it is a cool do, jacket. Is there a Cade line? A Cade? Is there a Cade line where he's like, when life gives you Vex, make Vex milk lemonade or something? There almost uh-huh. certainly Probably. is. Probably. Or maybe that a Drifter exists. one or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this has, I'm well, sorry, this has nothing to do with anything. Nikki, you guys did just make we, have, we have a whole other week to beat the raid to get that jacket. 
Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. It's t- you, have the f- you have two weeks. So, you know. Good jacket. Uh, it's finally gotten cold enough. I just wanted to point this out, because you guys just made me think of it, and I was looking out of it wistfully out of the corner of my eye. It's finally gotten cold enough in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, that I can wear this jacket that I bought, like, six months ago. Amazing. And I'm so excited about being able to wear this jacket. Yeah, wear it, wear it for this tiny window before you move out here, and uh-huh, you'll never be able just, to wear it again. Uh-huh, and it just goes <laughs> in the trash. I cut it up for rags at that point. Um... They still, they're, Bungie's still selling the best shirt they've ever made, the Death Hills Primeval yeah, one. Yeah, I do have that That's one. That's really good. You got uh, one? If you do get that jacket, though, I want you to know that if you enter inappropriate or derogatory text in the personalization box, your order will be canceled and refunded. Wow. Oh, that's, so, oh, that's nice. They do give you your money yeah, back. Yeah, they're like, you can't say ass, but <laughs> you can have your money back. Okay, so have y'all have y'all followed the Destiny Two names Twitter account? I have. Oh, I know the person who runs that. So yeah. Oh, word! It's so good. It's such a good account. So, do you think like eighty percent of those names would not actually be able to be put on a jacket? Or like, what <laughs> I want one that says King Dorito Two. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one that says Smoke Weed, but is S M O Q U E D, is very good. Uh. Uh, I am a little bit uh, bummed that I sent in. Uh, I have sent in. I've got two images so far. One I took last night and haven't sent in yet. But I sent one in from the PlayStation Four, and I don't think it got picked up. Uh, which was, uh, your, uh, God, Your Highness Mary Jane. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I, was, I was happy with uh, the one then, that went up. And oh, sorry. I was just to say last night I got one that was just like serendipitous. It was like one guy uh, whose name was just Serial running past another guy who was standing still at the bank vault uh, and his name was the guy who hates toast. Oh my god. <laughs> Very good. How are, are, um, are you, uh, You're playing on PC though, right? So those those are Steam names. Yes, Steam, because okay. you can Steam, you can change your Steam name, name uh, as to much anything. as you want to right. anything, which is yeah. why when I logged in to an online multiplayer Steam game for the first time in about a year and a half, I was reminded that my Steam name is still Quarantine the Straits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Extremely good. Um, the the My favorite one that has gone up in the last couple of days on this Destiny 2 names one did go up an hour ago. And the gamer tag is Doctor Doctor MD PhD. Stupid. Someone's just named Halo Two. Very oh good. Oh my god! I've seen some truly awful ones, even on PS4 lately. And like, uh, I guess you can change your PS4 name now too, but it, it costs money. Yeah. Ten bucks. Yeah. Uh, so someone either made their name or paid money to change it to Garfield's Hot Load, and um. <laughs> I wish Whoa. I was dead. Um, like every day, we stray further and further from God's light. So uh, I, I, I was him. going to send that one in, but mercifully, when I tried to take a screenshot, someone else's name like overlapped it, so you couldn't really yeah. see it. And I was like, "Yeah, oh. that's that was Scott just being like, don't, don't record hey. this." Hey, sorry. Um, the gamer tag Halo Three is available. Well, not not after I publish this, it won't be. <laughs> Just send it out loud, just giving it away like that. You have a, a Nikki, you have a twenty four hour window before I how, how is the gamertag Halo three available? Uh hmm. I was gonna say maybe that's one of those ones where you can't have like nobody has it, but if you try to type it in, the game like Microsoft just won't let you. 
I feel like that's a thing, right? Hold on. I'm going to try to change mine right now to Halo 3. Okay. <laughs> what console is this on? What are you... On the Xbox. On the Microsoft Xbox. will let you change your gamer tag apparently to Halo 3. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Merrick, did you say you did get that Death Heals Prime Evil? Oh, yeah, I do have that. Fuck, that's so good. I should... Mm. I, need, I do need some new shirts. Manage gamer. Tag. How how are it, wait? Is this the first time we've talked about Destiny merch while also uh, actually having Destiny merch in our possession? Other than that, be relevant. No, I just wait, mean what? I just mean like is this the first time we can we can actually talk about Halo merch with like uh, hands on impressions to tell like oh yeah can you tell us the quality of the of the fabric? Oh, I mean it's a fine t shirt. It's like a little small. Um, okay. Unfortunately, the warlock jacket that I ordered, which is now um, no longer being offered, is a little too big for me. So Ooh. I might have to find someone else who uh, who will want that. It sucks that they're not available any longer. That uh, that's a bummer that you managed to sneak one in, but it's just not the right size. Yeah. Womp womp. Oh, I do have the sad uh, sad trombone emote in uh destiny now uh as as shown in uh worldwide sensation i saw something weird on the moon too the sad trombone emote mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i was lied to this website uh that i will call out gamertag.net uh lied to me um, told me that halo 3 was available microsoft says that it is not yeah bummer on that note, we should probably uh, end it now that we've, uh, I think, exhausted all important topics for the week. Uh, yeah. Uh, where can people find you, uh, Merit? Uh, Merit K on Twitter. Hell yeah. Nikki, where can people find you? At Godzilla on Twitter. And folks can find me, Stephen Strom, at, at Stephen Strom on Twitter. Uh, you can also... Oh, fuck. Shit. Uh, nope. Uh, one sec. We actually got... We're not ending the show just yet. I just remember that we've uh, had a piece of reader mail for, or oh. listener mail for the past, like, four weeks, and I have not read Let's it this whole it. time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> it's great, too, Nikki, that uh, you're here for this, because uh, you were. It, it is referring to a, an episode of Fan, uh, or a fan With that was uh, air, that aired before, I think, you worked with the company. So, oh, perfect. It's great. Uh, this one comes in from Nathan. Hi, Nathan. <clears throat> he says, hey, guys. Or, hi, guys, actually. I vaguely remember there being a discussion, or maybe an article, parentheses, or a podcast, about fighting games being more inclusive slash welcoming than other competitive esports communities, but can't recall any specifics. I re-listened to the episode Merritt and Steven did on Evo, and read David O'Keefe's article on Undernight's uh, inclusive inclusion in Evo, but neither touched on the relative inclusiveness of the fighting game community in general. I thought it might have been Merritt who tweeted slash retweeted something, but my Twitter search only turned up the O'Keefe article. Does this ring a bell for any of you? Thanks, Nathan. Uh, I think this might be in reference to an episode that we did with um, Eric Van Allen, who uh, no longer, who used to be a freelancer, who wrote for us for a little bit there. Um, he uh, came on to an episode with you and I, Merritt, once, mm-hmm. uh, and I think talked about this a little bit. Um, I don't necessarily know that any of us here are super duper fighting game people <laughs> honestly to to talk about this um do you remember this david o'keefe article at all at merit uh yeah the one on undernight yeah yeah i remember that yeah uh yeah uh i 
Uh, honestly, I don't... Uh, sorry, Nathan, but I don't know if that uh, this specific thing rings any super huge bells for us, but I think my best guess is that it was probably uh, referenced in the uh, episode featuring Eric Van Allen, which had been in one of our earlier episodes because it was pre-Nikki era. So you know, maybe go give that a listen or uh, check out maybe some of Eric Van Allen's other stuff in the past. Other than that, though, uh, yeah, I think just in general, like, you know... Sonic Fox is one of the best, you know, players in the world, and uh, he just brought all the inclusiveness in there with him. He's got it all, right? Um, and is really good at fighting games. Uh, I don't really have much more to say about it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Now, again, not not super fighting game people here, but if we, um, you know, if the topic ever comes up again in the future, I might get some uh, other folks, uh, some experts to, to, you know, tackle the topic in the future. Yeah. So, but I wanted to make sure that we, uh, that Nathan knew that we had actually uh, addressed their question because we have uh, been sitting on that one forever. And if you want to send in a question, perhaps something about a topic that we actually know, like Dune or NBA <laughs> or Destiny, the three, the triumvirate of topics that we know about, uh, you can reach us at podcast at uh, giant. Hmm, Nope, that's, that's it. That's, Podcast at giantbomb.com. Yeah. Send it to them. They'll get it to us. Abby or someone will forward it over. Uh, it, we all talk. Fuck. We all have a, uh, we all yeah. go well for drinks. Every podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Oh, God. It's all collusion. Um, podcast at fanbite.com. Jesus H. Christ. Uh... <laughs> You can uh, send us a send us questions, comments, concerns, uh, just anything in general that you want us to address. And if we like your uh, email, we will read it on the show. Other than yep. that, uh, this has been another episode of uh, Fan with the Fan Bite Podcast. Thank you all for listening with me. Uh, thank you two for showing up and recording with me. Yes, yeah, thanks for Anytime. having us. And Merritt, I think you, if we're cycling through, I don't think you have said it. Uh, in a little bit here, so I would like to hear you know some some you know balance here mm. be- between the three of us. Thanks for the knowledge. <laughs> Question out of somebody asking about it on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.